she added to the art piece. So I originally saw the art when it was just that, and I was like, "Yo, this is crazy. This is done." Yeah, yeah I was like, "Sick." And she made <laughs> it better. Done. Huh? I don't want to say anything else. And then she added more to it. Um, so in the in that art piece as well, you have a Melania Trump uh, wearing that I really don't care jacket. Or I mean, it's obvious. It, it's obviously supposed to, yeah, mimic Melania Trump, mm-hmm. whether it's actually her or not. Um, but yeah, no, shout out to her. She's an unofficial friend, man. We we responded to that dope ass art piece, and uh, she liked the comment and she responded back. Yeah, she uh, has some dope art, man. So I'm like, not even just that, just in general, like her shit. Yeah. is... I really like like her style of. And she's. Uh, they asked her. I need to know. They asked her what was like the most valuable art piece you you had sold and she actually gave an interesting answer to that because she didn't she didn't talk about her most expensive art piece because she's like i you know i've done murals i've done this i've done that like i've done bigger projects for bigger amounts of money but what she mentioned was i don't remember the size of the print because i'm not like that much into the art game in terms of knowing the size of the prints off Mm -hmm. the top of the head but i assume it would be a slightly smaller piece uh maybe like just slightly bigger than the size of paper i I don't know don't quote me on that (laughs) (laughs) but she said she had sold it for like a couple racks it was like five six racks for like this relatively small print and i was like an artist i was like god damn someone give me a pen and paper right now (laughs) god damn so she got talent shout out to her uh she has a lot of talent Uh, another person that has talent now i i didn't check his catalog as much i do apologize mr elijah horton uh welcome to the all white party welcome Ooh. to the unofficial friends you get a booth man <laughs> uh again like i mentioned he was also featured on the uh, the need to know podcast he, he's a photographer he does quite a few things uh, i think he makes videos as well if i'm Jeez, not mistaken everywhere um if i'm not mistaken uh, man I, I, I want to do a little bit more research before recording me um, too i wish i could but I do remember listening to uh, Savon's podcast, and he had mentioned his family is just pretty pretty deep in the game. In the art game, right? Uh, just in the game in general, hip-hop game. Oh. And, and that's kind of how he got some of his ends. Mm. Some of it, obviously. Like, See. your work still has to speak for itself. Yeah, obviously. Um, but uh, he had mentioned a few names. Like he was like, yo, you know, that person is, is uncle so-and-so when I see them. This person is auntie. This <laughs> hey, is not when I see them. Diddy's like your uncle Diddy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Nas is uncle Nas. Yo. Nikki's your little sister, your big sister, like your big sis. Imagine that. One day. Oh, One day. Yo, it's coming. It's coming. Not for us, but I guess nah, it's coming future for us offspring. Too. Don't worry. It was coming. No, I'm saying like. Uncle or aunt. Oh, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. No. And little sis, big sis. Uh, fucking uh, Beyonce is still... Anti B for for, for chance. We have these big sis. for chance. So we'll take that. We'll take that. Um, but yo, two more people. Yo, welcome to the all white party. Welcome y'all. to the all white party. We'll get welcome your to the ready. banana boat. Get your ace of spades <laughs> ready. Again, let me just me- mention their uh, their their socials. Yeah, so uh, that's Billy me. Joe at Miss underscore Billy Joe, and that is Elijah Horton at Elijah Horton ninety four. And Elijah is spelled E-L-I-J-A-H-H-O-R-T-O-N-9-4. The number 9-4. That's it. Uh, I don't know, man. Where do you want to start this week? Because okay, I feel like it was a slow week. I feel like there was stuff. It's just not headline stuff. I guess. But that's we're not here to talk about the headline stuff. Okay, so where do you want to start? Okay, last week we asked how much um, we expect Drake to sell first week. Right. Now, okay, first, first of all, forget last week. 
Let, let's re, let's let's talk about the album again because I want to re-rate this album. Let's re okay. Let's not necessarily re-rate, but let's re-talk about the album in like five minutes because let's not spend an hour. On okay, this. yeah. I'll do, I I have a hot take. I don't okay. know if this is where you're going, but I'm go, gonna say my hot take because I have no clue take. what you're about to say. The B side is a million times better than the A side. That's all I got to say. Now I'll let you say what you need. I, to I would say a million times, but it is the better side. <laughs> you know, last week we were coming off not even 24 hours of listening to this. That's true. Now we're coming off a week of listening to how many songs are you replaying? Um, there's 25 songs, at least 20. Oh my god, you're wild. Like when like, uh, actually, I don't this album because I like I hate the side A and side B difference. Mm-hmm. I actually put on shuffle in my uh, car. Yeah, and yeah. I, oh. so I get a mixture of both. Because I don't want to listen to just side A, so I want a little side B in there. Oh, no doubt. So I actually put this album on shuffle, and I honestly, there's very few songs I skip next to. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But I mean that, okay, but like How what I mean you? by that is, okay, I don't know if we listen to music the same, but when I listen to music, I feel like bumping a certain type of song. So I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm sitting in my car. What do I want to bump today? I'll open Spotify, I'll look at my albums, and then I'll be like, you know what, I know I want to listen to, like, for example, I did, did a little bit of exercising today, 10-minute drive to the gym. I went specifically to the Redemption album by J-Rock, and mm-hmm. I specifically played Win, the last track, win, followed win, win, by win. The Bloodiest, the first track. I wanted to listen to those two songs in mm-hmm. that specific order, right? So I guess let me answer the question and then kind of rephrase it to you. With the Drake album, when I look at the Drake album, I'm specifically reaching out for like five or six songs where I'm like, okay, I have to listen to that. The Michael yeah. Jackson track. The In My Feelings. The Jay-Z track. Kiki, um, do you love me? Eight out of ten. Kiki, Thanks to Joe Budden because he did a fucking crazy analysis he of, did. I of that. that well. <laughs> and it just Jesus made Christ. me like the song that it much really more. It really did. Um, March 14th sometime because Some, March 14th is too personal like I need to be in the yeah, mood to listen to personal too personal to your personal stuff like that like, I'm and not trying to listen to there's like one or two more tracks off the, uh, I can't remember off the top mob of the head Mob Ties non-stop yeah you're on Mob Ties oh Mob Ties is my song I love that song but my point is what I realized is and, and it's funny I don't even know which side each track is that I just named but what I do know for sure is that when I'm picking Drake songs to listen to off this album at this point, I'm scrolling down. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at the side B side, B. Side and I'm like, B which one do I want to play? I'm not even really, like, I don't remember the A side. I, I remember just because of, like, Like, I remember the tracks. Jay-Z line. I'm sorry, the Jay-Z track. Ele- emotionless. Emotionless non-stop. was a great track. I don't remember Nonstop. Nonstop was the second Isn't track that every girl's album. favorite song? No, that's Ratchet Happy Birthday. No, every girl likes Nonstop. Oh, yeah, yeah, girls like Nonstop, too. For I, some I remember talking to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but but there's some few tracks there. But you you want to you want to re-rate it? I I don't. I, my rating. No is no. Still my low. rating still stays the same. My rating still. What did I, I say? Maybe, six. Yeah, he said like six. Six and a half. Yeah, something like that. Still six and a half. Mine was like eight or something. Yeah, yours was eight. Yeah, mine still stays the same. Like I don't think it was that great of an album, but I do get I do rate side B more if that makes sense. Like, Fair enough. Not giving a better rating, but like, you know I rate it more. It's, it's funny because when we looked Toronto at it last nice. week, we were kind of saying that. Like, remember we were going track by track, and I was saying like, yo. No, your ratio was your ratio was hella high, oh, no was, matter what. It was high. It was like eleven out of twelve <laughs> after side A or something like that. But my ratio was like after side A, I think I was uh, seven, seven out 12. of twelve. Yeah. And then I ended up. I finished the album. I think uh, sixteen for twenty five. So that would make me nine for thirteen on the B side. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine for thirteen on the B side. Um, so I, even then we were saying, yo, low key B might have a little bit more than A. We were talking about it more than we thought we would. <laughs> the B might have a little bit more than A, but uh, for sure, yeah, you B ended, is the more memorable side. You ended up nine of thirteen. Yeah, and your side A was seven of twelve. Exactly. Nine of thirteen. Nine of twenty-five. Well, n- yeah, nine of thirteen on the B side. So the total is 16 of 20. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Sorry, yeah. I, I read that wrong. Yeah, you're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even do anything um, yet. But no, the B side. The B side is, is more memorable, man. It no, is. no it doubt really about will. it. You'd be no more for the B side. No doubt about but it. We're done but about um, like you were saying, last week, and more specifically, man, this is going back five weeks ago. Like, when let's give ourselves credit. S- uh, we were talking about Drake projected sales. Um, I initially had said, uh, I think we even still have the sound clip on Instagram. Everyone go check the socials at True North Views. Yeah, all one word. <laughs> Shameless plug there. Shameless plug. Go check it out and let us know what we said. Um, but nah, uh, going back, I think five weeks, I had mentioned around 700, 800, I think was my my initial projection. Um, yeah, I was lower. I think, I, I, was like, I think you were saying five or six. I was saying five. Because views did like 500 first. But this week. is also like before Cardi, before post before mm-hmm. j cole before we start seeing before, numbers that everyone before else. we had something to compare to so let's yeah. make sure we give ourselves credit on that this was earlier in the year so you were saying 500 i was saying around seven yeah um and then last week we guessed again i think i had said around 800 maybe 850 yeah i said anywhere between like 750 to like 800 yeah 850 drake numbers come in they're, they're in already for week one uh academics posted what do you say? He said 750K. 750? Not, not bad. I don't know if that's official, though. I don't think it is. I don't know if that's official because... I need to see... Uh, I almost feel like 700 is like a mini L. And what I mean by that is the oh album is projected to do 800, 850, borderline a million. The seven number is kind of like, oh, shit, that's it? And obviously, I'm, I know what I'm saying. Like, I'm aware, guys. I'm aware of what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> That was <laughs> 750 first week. I'm aware of what I'm like, saying. Because I was going to say, Post did like 450 and everyone was going crazy about Post doing 450. I'm just talking about... Drake almost doubled that and they're like... Nyeh. I'm just talking about where the projections started on day one, day two of the album and where the projections ended up. But question, do you think it's because... And someone said, this is not a subpar album, but it's a subpar album for Drake. Absolutely. So do you think this? Do you think your number is because it's Drake? We expect like at my least, rating. Yeah, not not like your um, first week sales um, prediction. You just now you said it's just like seven fifty. Yeah, like it's like, do you think that it's because it's Drake? Like if Richard Kid did seven fifty, like oh, Richard Kid is wilding. He's Kidd crazy. Did first week, he should retire because that's never release a project ever again and live on <laughs> your morals for the rest of your life. And for Drake, you're like, nah, it's whatever. Um, is it because Drake's standard is just yes, that high? Yes, like, but no, but I mean, like. I, I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, again, for this one specifically, it was more so just where were the numbers projected on day one, day two versus where the projections actually ended up first week. I thought it was like guaranteed 800, 850 plus, And like it'll, it might stumble upon 820. Um, I didn't know it was going to quote unquote stumble upon 750. Again, this is according to DJ Academics. Uh, he posted this about yeah, two hours before we started recording. Is what um, new hip hop? Oh, new hot new, new hip hop is hot new hip hop said. Okay, so seven fifty is seven forty nine. Seven fifty is the number at this point. Um, Which however, is amazing. Remember when we were doing one million first week? The Carter three or the Carter one of the Carters, the Carter three. It did for, it did like over a million first week. Yo. 
Anyway, sorry. Go on. Go back. Never forget that Lil Wayne did a million first week. <laughs> Never forget <laughs> that. You don't understand how big Lil Wayne was. Never forget that. Um, but a lot of people felt. A lot of people actually do feel a way about this seven fifty. Not specifically the number, um, but some people actually feel like that number is too high. And the reason why some people feel that number is too high streams is because, well, yeah, the stream, of course, we we know adds up to it. A lot of people felt that the Drake tracks were forced upon them via playlists. Well, yeah, that's how everybody is, though. This is not new. Why is it, this has been going on for like at least two years now. I, Rap caviar, hip hop central, um. The uh, cloud mellow, one. mellow bars. These are all like Spotify playlists. Cloud, if you guys are chasers, on. Uh, yeah. academics list. Yeah, those um, are all like labels pay Spotify to put those songs there. So what I'm wondering we is know this. how much of Drake's 750 is people checking for Drake? Like that, I, I, it's hard. To, I I don't even really I, know, think, I don't really know what I'm asking here, but or I guess what I should ask is how much do you feel? Um, playlist streams for people who didn't particularly want to listen to it, how much would you assume that added to the numbers? Because I think that added maybe an extra 50 or 100 Yeah, it doesn't. First of all, who is not looking for Drake when Drake drops? A lot of people. A lot of people like to hate. Don't forget. But you're, so you're gonna say I'm I'm not I'm not gonna try to listen to that new Drake and then hate on it. A lot of people like to hate. <laughs> a lot of people have not watched Game of Thrones and will tell you it's the most overrated show of all time. Okay, well, those people suck. <laughs> a lot of people have not but touched Game of Xbox Thrones is in not their Drake. life, but we'll promise you Nintendo Wii is better. But they're not. It's not Drake, though. Drake is Drake. is about to score. <laughs> hit that. Get that, get that. Oh, you're oh, trapped. Man. Oh, there it is. It's offside. Oh, my uh, God. Yo, create. Yo, Russia really fucking rigged the World Cup. Yeah, it's already 75 minutes in. Russia's about to get a penalty just now. I don't believe this. To win the game. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was back saying. to the fucking. Podcast, I don't know what else. I don't remember. Oh, but yeah, he's not adding more than fifty at most. Like it's not yeah. adding. Like, I don't think it's adding that much. Although he is on every fucking play. Did you hear that? Um, was it Best Buy? Best Buy officially stopped selling CDs. Yeah, it was Best Buy. I don't fuck. That's crazy. I, I even know they still sold CDs. Or, no, I know one's actually, checking for CDs, but like been the end of an era is always sad, man. I know it is. <laughs> the end of an era is always sad. We taking. We lived through the. Cassettes. That's crazy. Now we, we live through CDs. We're in a we're in an interesting. I feel like our generation um, changed the world. Yes. And when I say <laughs> when I say our generation, I'm saying people between the ages of millennials, pretty much. Like, no, 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 not, not millennials. Um, people between the ages of twenty four to. 32? 35. Yeah, I give 35. 35 people, like, they're pretty some. No, I'm talking about like a specific like niche market. <laughs> uh, people between the ages of like 24 to 32. That's like seven years. That's small. Though. We witnessed the I'm end not. of the cassette era. I do specifically remember waiting for tracks to come on the radio to press record oh. on my, on my, uh, you have to flip on my fucking 64 minute. Uh, tape recorder, side A, side B, side A, side B, the real B. side A, side B. We have to look at the track listing on Choose the side on B. the box. Yo, that shit was. They used to give you the fucking paper um, uh, yeah. to write the track list. Yeah, so you, when you recorded your own tracks, that was wild. So we lived through the tape era. You have to use a pencil to pencil to rewind it. Oh, that was you bad. Put a two, uh, two no, you, can, you can squeeze your thumb. You can squeeze. Yeah, your but pinky. the pencil was like you can just like squeeze yeah, the, the pencil was quicker. a mad OD way to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can use your finger. Holy. Um, we lived through that. We lived through the 79 minute slash 350 megabyte 
CD era. Riding your bike with that in your pocket? <laughs> Taking the bus with that, where the bus has a little bit of turbulence. <laughs> so on pothole, you're like, damn. It's, like, it's almost like this is still a clean track. So like, yeah. And, I, and then the CDs and were upgraded to 90 minutes and uh, 750 megabytes. Um, and Look at that only, space. We only had the minute mode for a minute. <laughs> literally we only had the minutes for a minute where we, we were stuck to 79 minutes we so had scorpion couldn't even come out on cd back then we also had the this was before ipods took over uh-huh. the only way to mobilely listen to music when you had mp3 players that had like 500 megabytes yep you can only hold like, i remember i had one i could only I had, hold like had, 40 uh, songs i had to change my 40 songs every three days was it everyone told me i had yo in grade nine everyone told me i had the chris brown mp3 player the zoom no the bean Everyone told me, yo, that's the Chris Brown one from his video. Yes, I remember it was the. I don't. I didn't. I never. I. I ended up watching that video like years later, and I was like, oh shit. But anyways, that should that that yeah, pretty player we was sick. So we lived through the CD era. We lived through the MP3 player era. Trust we lived me. through the iPod Touch era, and now everything touches. is streaming. Because everyone has a phone. <laughs> and now everyone has a phone. Everyone has data. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. Um. Is Kanye West a snitch? I gotta ask that question. The reason why I asked that question is because apparently Drake had played early versions of March 14th for Kanye. Kanye's not no snitch. I'm and a Kanye was, stan, so you cannot tell me anything Kanye did is wrong. Kanye's so not no snitch. Let's let's talk the situation out. Now, I don't know the exact timeline, but the timeline is somewhat along the lines as follows. Um, we know that Drake uh, wrote uh, one of Kanye's tracks on Ye. Yeah, I forgot what track. We know that yikes, uh, yikes, it was yikes. Yeah, Um, we know that Drake had played early versions of March Fourteenth to Kanye West. Who said this? Um, I don't remember who said it. We don't fact check. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I actually don't remember who said it at all. I believe that though. And now somehow, some way, after Drake plays the March Fourteenth early versions for Kanye, Pusha comes out with bars. For Drake about the child, did Kanye tell on Drake? I, yeah, I think was, it's a legitimate question. Nah, Kanye ain't no snitch. How did you know what? I I don't feel. Let me rephrase this. I don't think Kanye told on him. It's just kind of like you're chilling with your boys because him and Pusha have to chill a lot when they're recording an album, right? Like, but like, oh yeah, do you know Drake has a son? I think you're giving. And it's one of those, and it's like I think you're giving Ye way too much credit. So you tell me, Ye went up to Pusha. I was like, yo, Push. Yo, drop a diss track, and when I diss track, think. here's what you're gonna say. He has a son. I can confirm it. The f- son lives in France. He's not letting the son. Like, yes. No, I don't think he did. Uh, yes, that. I, don't I think, think he did what that. happened nah. was. I think exactly what happened was that Kanye had. Kanye's been hating on Drake for years. Oh yeah, low key. Yeah, yeah. But like not even like low key, like high key, <laughs> like high key, low key. You know. Kanye has been hating on Drake for years, right? Because Kanye cannot figure out the Drake how to get to Drake levels of success. You honestly just gotta make Drake music, right? Like we know, we know what um, we know what friggin' Drake's success means, and we know how much Kanye's trying to replicate that. Kanye. And it's like Kanye can't reach that level. So when Kanye has a friggin' lyricist next to him, push a T. He uses that and has to reach some his information level? about Drake. That? He says, "Yo, push. You know, it'll be a crazy idea. Drake has a U. 
We haven't heard from newer artists in a minute. No, and obviously haven't. Meek and Future are not new. I'm not trying to say they're new. I'm not stupid. Yeah, they just but they made they made this time around new type of music. Mm-hmm. Trap right? beats, um, catchy hooks. So we're not seeing any new artists at all lately because a lot of them aren't going to last. <laughs> quite no, frankly, last. but. You just got to pick your back. They're all on the same label at the end of the day. <laughs> and the label's not going to make them compete. Like, Uzi's not going to come out right now because there's too much shit. That's very as soon as everything calms down, they'll bring out Uzi and then all those face tattooed artists will start coming out again. That's true. They'll run the world. They'll but they're waiting the- for the real artists uh, to lose steam. I don't say real artists. They're all different. Okay, guys. fair. I see. Fair. They're waiting for the more lyrical artists. Yeah, like these conscious, steam. more conscious rappers, more lyrical that. I artists. Think that's the fairest way yeah. to put it. Um, so with the Meek shit, we'll get into that track by track, uh, a lot shorter than Drake, because <laughs> <laughs> what he released here was a four track EP. Um, it's called Legends of Summer. Which I, st- did you get the name? I, I was like, I was trying to see where that, I, I'm like, I don't get it. It was only you, well, there was a few features on it, but. I don't think he was trying to necessarily do anything. Oh, it was just like a random name. I think it was just random. Okay, I, I Legends just wanted of to know the if Summer, there was a. To me, it was just whatever. Um, to me, it was very interesting that he came out with an EP um, for two reasons. And, and I actually wanted to ask you whether or not you thought this was a good move for Meek Mill. And I'll explain my point. I think this was not a good move for Meek. I actually think the opposite. Go on. I want to hear your, I wanna I, hear your okay, reasoning because I enough. thought the opposite. I go back and forth. So part of me says part of me says what I think you might say. Part of me says, you know what? You got to get your name out there. It's four tracks. It's, it's summer tracks for the most part. Um, you know, let's go. Let's, you know, let's do it. But then the other part of me says, again, when we were going back to $5 rapper, $4 rapper, $3 rapper, etc., <laughs> We had said Meek is a low four, mm-hmm. borderline high three, if not low four. And I think he's a low four. Mm-hmm. But his new status had the ability for him to come out as a $5 rapper, right? Okay. Yeah. Or a five-star rapper, if we want to call it that. Dollar. I like the dollar amount. <laughs> but I feel like Meek's next project really had to be fire. And then he came out with the single. Uh, the, the, the single one with Miguel, with, um, yeah. Stay Woke. Is it Stay Woke? Yeah, yeah, Stay Woke. So it was like, if we had gotten a 10-track Meek project with a bunch of Stay Wokes on there, whether you think it's good or not, it would have elevated him to another level that he's not currently on. With this EP release, it solidifies him at the current level that he's at. And it doesn't necessarily allow him to elevate himself. Right? Now, that's part of my opinion. Right? Now, the other part, again, is, yeah, you know what? Fresh name. Oh, sorry. Get your name out there. You know, fresh music. EP. It's only an EP. Whatever it is, what it is. What do you think? I think it was a good move. <clears throat> and Meek is not, I won't say be relevant. He's not. He had a big showing at um, was it what's uh, a, what's the New York thing? I was gonna say Summer Jam. Yeah, it is Summer Jam. Yeah, he, he had a, so was he had a really good set. I saw it on YouTube. He had a good set. No, I did. His I saw intro it. coming yeah. in on the ATV. I thought he, that was awesome. He, uh, he did the intro track, and he performed the intro. No, that song is actually not called intro. It's actually called Dreams and Nightmare. Man, but everyone calls it intro. <laughs> Nobody's not calling that intro. That song's called Dreams and Nightmare. You calling fucking uh, the ACC Scotiabank Arena? Oh fuck no! Because the sign went up this week. Oh, hell, take that shit back <laughs> down. I don't care what that sign says. It's always yeah, ACC. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. SBC, what's the SBC? Scotiabank Center. No, Scotiabank Arena. SBA. Nah, Shout weird. out to the SBA, it, it man. Doesn't like it. It doesn't sound like ACC at all. No. 
Well, where was I? Yeah, you haven't heard from him in a while. He's now he's buzzing. All right. Drop some four hot tracks and back up a little. And that's. I don't think I he, do agree with because one thing about me, I don't think me can ever hit that five dollars. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to say he can't, but mm-hmm. he has to drop some classic work. He has to come up with ten different versions. It's too of soon, though. And with everything that's been coming out right now, he's not going to a ten track me album is not going to be getting spins right now. Not after Scorpion came out the week before. Yeah, that's why I was the saying week before he that should've... Carter's the week the week before the last five weeks. Ye's been dropping shit. He should have let. He should have let the summer ride. Uh, nah, these are summer tracks. Yeah. The first thing right. I did yesterday after I got off the train, you're right. I went into right. my car and I started playing Meek. I was like, uh-uh. You're right. Meek and Future was all. Awesome. I'm like, I don't want no lyricist right now. Like Meek's also a good lyricist. Don't get me wrong, yes. but like, I like Meek's lyricist. Like he's just talking about stupid shit. Like I like that. You're shit. right. No, I'm not. I'm not mad at this at all. Look at um, the weather outside too. I think this is a good move for Meek. Everyone's gonna be bumming this up until his album. Tell me right now if Meek was to say I'm dropping an album in two weeks, you're not like, yes, I'm amped. That's like, true. Like, this was, like, the appetizer. That's and true. And he gave us some five-star appetizer. Not a five-star appetizer. Right, no, it's five a star. solid four-star It's a appetizer. solid four But that's good, though. No, absolutely. A four I, star, I who's giving you a five-star appetizer that's not, like, an established name? Uh, uh, Wale. Uh, Wally's not giving me a five star appetizer. Go listen to his last two EPs. They're both I, I five star EPs. To one of them. They are five star EPs. You're hated um, if you say otherwise. Um, I think this was a good move. I think he. He put his name out there. He's right now. Everyone's like, "Yes, Meek." When you're dropping shit, like this is the Meek we used to love. This is the Meek from DC two, DC three. That is true. DC four. Like, go listen to Meek. Dream Chasers two guys. That is a mixtape that put Meek on the map. DC two is fucking crazy. I, I listened <laughs> to that like a couple weeks ago recently. Just because like, yo, I miss some Meek. DC two is crazy. But, yo, um, so four tracks. Track. Um, so let's get into the first track. The first track is called Philadelphia, featuring Swiss Beats. Uh, he starts off the track with Showtime, King's Back. Stop. Stop. Who runs Philly? People tell us. Who runs Philly? Meek? Kevin Hart? Will Smith? I've heard all three. Yo, fam. Legitimate question. I actually don't know who I will say. Legitimate question. I don't think it's Kevin Hart because he's I, too global. But Drake runs Toronto. He's global. I understand that, but... Kevin, I mean, does he really put it out there that he's from Philly like that? He used to. I don't. He used to. That's kind of my point, right? Like, I don't know if he. I don't know. I don't. Because really. his special, he filmed it in Philly. You're like, that's I'm true. filming my special in Philly, the Eagle Stadium. I mean, maybe maybe you just can't pick one person that runs You're the city Will Smith? from different industries because then you got to go to Will Smith is the OG at that point. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> right? like that. He might not run it, but he's still the OG type of thing. Like <laughs> one of those that you still respect him as. Right. So. Well, anyways, but anyways, Philadelphia. He starts off the track with Showtime King's Back. Showtime. And that shit threw me off for a couple reasons. So, Showtime King's Back, and and that kind of got to your question. Is Meek even the king of Philly to say King's Back? Um, Showtime, maybe that's a, maybe he's alluding to his album name. Nah, that's, nah, that's Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats always says Showtime. No, um, it was, was Meek that, that said that. that Showtime, King's Back. I feel like he said Showtime. So I feel like he said Showtime thinking. to shout out with to Swiss, Swiss Beat. So then it, it got me thinking that he's probably just referring to LeBron James. Uh, Joining the LA Lakers, Wait, Showtime Lakers. But Philly, Meek is not from LA. I know, but it's double entendre. I don't like that. If, I, I feel like that's <laughs> such a stretch. I feel like it's just a shout out. Showtime is a shout out to Swiss Beats because 
Swiss Beats always says, Showtime. Come on. That's true. And then King's Back has just been saying, yo, it was my first track since I'm out of jail. Yeah, I'm just looking way too into it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what I feel. That makes a lot of sense. I love me. this track. Uh, good track, though, man. This is definitely a F-stop type of track. Um, to me, it felt like the old style Meek. Um, to me, that, meek? Meek. that was a good thing. Because like you said, the DC2 Meek. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, good track. It, it's going to go off in the clubs for sure. I, lo- yep. I love the chorus where it goes... No, 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 Meek. Oh, like, yeah. Because I feel like people can say me. Because a lot of people think it's me. But you really say Meek. No, 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 Me, Meek. And there's people in the club, same booth, 50 dudes in the booth with the fucking... With the passing on the one bottle of Smirnoff. With the one bottle of Grey Goose. Smirnoff. Grey Goose. Get out of here. And they're going to be... No, 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 I thought that was a good line. I just like... I really like this song. It was a good intro. It got me ready for whatever was coming next. Pretty solid intro. Can't hate on that. Uh, and then the next track comes on Dangerous featuring Jeremiah and PMB Rock. So course was as I was listening off. to it, I was just like, hold up, direction change. So this is obviously a track for the ladies. Um, really felt like a Wale type of track and that sort of furthered my wondering as to how much influence Wale had on this You're project. You're always going to give Wale credit where he does not... Well, <laughs> where he should get to, yes. Um, but we know Wale and Meek have a good relationship. Look, yeah, yeah. Croatia was on the attack, and they just called extra time. Yeah, Putin, oh my god! Putin said, "End wow. the game now." <laughs> but anyways, um, so Wale, it's a Wale type of track, and it got me thinking. Okay, so Meek is making a ladies type of track. May have referred to Wale for some influence there, but I think they had a conversation because I've never seen Meek do a four track EP, Which and I Wale think. just did two four track eps in the last uh five months six months mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so obviously a wale influence there but change of pace for meek it really i really liked because you how do you ever see meek on a singing track not yes. singing track but a chorus is like singy like this singy mm-hmm. <laughs> with jeremiah pmb rock two known like they're not rappers at all and you have to test um you have to test yes, your range. This this is actually this is why I like the full track thing because if he did it on this, I was like, yo, it's shit. Now he knows. All right, on my album, exactly. none of these. But now he's like, yo, people are fucking with this. Okay, exactly. I might have to put some on my album. You know, put one too. One thing I did like is it's a change. Mm-hmm. And I, I've this something I, I was thinking about while I was driving. I remember when I was driving. I was like, people change as their music careers advance. You can't be the same. It's true. Drake started singing way more. He made a whole album just on singing side B. I'm calling side B an album at this yeah. point. Um, I'm sure we can think about one artist that always sounds the same on every song. Nicki Minaj. Yep. And that's why Cardi B took over because we're just like, we're tired of you. She talks about three things. How much money she has and how it's better than hers. Um, What else she talk about? How she's the queen. I can tell her that she says she's the the queen. queen. I got money. Queen. You remember that DM, you hating ass hoe? That's what that, I, that's I got what money, made me, you hating ass hoe. That's what made me realize. I'm like, you, that's how you have to back up. Like, I have money. That's literally You're talking to has. someone that you, obviously you have more money than her. Nikki's been stuck in And her pussy. Man. Those are the three things she talks about. Like, do something different. Let's get out. Jay-Z grew up. Yep. 444, 444, 444. 444, yeah. I was going to say 441 for some reason. <laughs> 444 was a grown-up. You're thinking about uh, uh, Andrew Schultz. Is yeah. it 441? Is his, he did he had a 441 first, right? And then, and then he had a 551, five, five, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then his apeshit, apeshit, I call it apeshit, the, the Carters, that is sick. It's a grown-up Beyonce, a grown-up Jay-Z talking about real-life issues, shit that 10 years ago, you'd be like, yo, these guys suck. Yeah. But they advance, and that's why everyone likes it, and I everyone's growing up like... with them. 
and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sidebar hot take here. I almost feel like someone like a Big Sean is having an identity crisis. Yes, yes, I agree because he's being he's, he's plateaued right now. That's his last album was like eh. he's plateaued, and it's like <sighs> he needs to change something up. We it's, love it's a it, to me it's a, it's a fine line between we want your old shit and try something new because. I'll, for Jay-Z's whole career, niggas want my old shit, buy my old albums. Pretty much. <laughs> right? Like, Pretty much. So this is like, it, it, he's always acknowledged that. And people have always said, yo, we want the old, we want the old. Even Drake. Yeah. How many people say, yo, we want his rapping shit? Even how many, I was, how many I'm, people were even pre- mad at side A? I was. Because side A wasn't rap. Or side B. No. Side, side A wasn't um, pure yeah, it wasn't, rap. It wasn't straight rap rap. We wanted... 12 like, Drake rapping songs. I see. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he still sung on side A. Right? So there, there's always that fine line between we want your old shit and, and show us something new. Mm-hmm. So I find that someone like Nikki is stuck there. And I find like somebody like Meek is now doing Experiment. the perfect experimentation. On this two of the two of the courses on this were singing, were singers on it. And mm-hmm. he murdered the his verses. That's it. Right now, his tell me if me comes out with a twelve track album, four of them are not going to have singers on it. Oh, definitely. Something He'll definitely that we would have not have seen. There. Something we would not seen eight years ago. It's true. That's true. So, uh, good, good on Meek, man. Good on Meek. Shout out to whoever is guiding him or leading him. You're leading in the right direction, music wise. That's true. I think it's Jay Z. Hey, if it is, maybe it is. he signed to Rock, right? In a long, uh, Rock, in a, I think Rock Nation does. Uh, yeah, MMG. Something. Not like one, like one company signs another Chain company that signs another company that signs another company that signs. No, but I know, um, I know Rock Nation works with MMG heavy. I know. That. <sighs> I don't know exactly. Maybach. Like I think with their, I don't know. Fuck Yo, it. I did not hear Mama Maybach music on this whole thing. Am I? Uh, I could have been tripping. Did you hear? Honestly, I, I just didn't. didn't take it in. I I don't think I I don't think I remember Mama Maybach music. <laughs> I like that Maybach music. Sweet, or maybe Ross is just <laughs> done with that. He's done branding that. That brand is done. Wait, shout out to him. He made money off that. Brand. Yo, straight up. Shout out to the lady whoever said that. I hope she got her cut. She probably didn't. Like, she, <laughs> like that, that Chief Keef. I got no cuts. I hope she got her cut. What, yeah. Chief Keef's uh, baby mom? No. You see that baby mom? She said uh, she, she, she this whole time nudes. she charges money for nudes. Like she ain't even that nice. Uh, no thanks. Exactly. I'm good love. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm good love. Enjoy. Yo, shout out to Future. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to future <laughs> shit. The future is reckless. Yo, honestly, future, that man. that shit. I'm good. Love enjoy is like the new like go to response for somebody that's feeling themselves. Legit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. good love. I'm good. Love enjoy. 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 <laughs> I love future. Um, future the, <laughs> the next track is 1 a.m. on the Meek Project. So 1 a.m. Uh, to me, this was a pretty hype track. This uh, is when you're walking into the white all white party at definitely. 1 a.m. This is what you're bumping. Definitely, this is that boat party type of track. Show up to the to the cabana. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, show up to the. Uh, I'm trying to think what would happen on vacay. Where where would you show up? Show up to the disco. To the disco. <laughs> disco tech. The all inclusives. You no. show up to the disco. I need a vacay. Um, yo, we need vacay badly. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, nothing really much to say. He did reference the the Jay Z um, sort of lyricism there. Uh, so Jay Z has that track where the 1 a.m. and I'm up in the club. 2 a.m. So let me look up those fucking lyrics. I don't even remember what he says. What does Jay-Z say again? Two. Fuck. I forgot Jay-Z's songs. Uh, let me look that shit up, man. Do my Googles. Do Googles. So Jay-Z like 12 a.m. on the way to the club. 1 oh, a.m. DJ yeah. made it a rub. 2 a.m. Now I'm getting with her. 
3 a.m. Now I'm spitting with her. Jeez, all that shit, right? So he goes all the way to 7 a.m. We're going to do it again. Um, Meek did a little bit of that. I forgot what times he used. He only used like one, two, and I think like three. One, two, ones. and three. Yeah, I think, I think he said three one time, but he said that line. He had one and two for sure. But that that almost confirmed for me the Jay Z influence um, in terms of just guiding him in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think Jay Z's doing a because Jay Z's always had love for Philly. Yeah, he does his he also, state property. He does that thing. He does that. <laughs> he does the the made the, in America. Made in America. Uh, state property. Beanie Siegel. Freeway. Mm-hmm. All those guys. He's always had love for Philly. It's very interesting, actually. I wonder why that is. Um, so, and we know that Jay and Meek have always had a relationship. So I feel like Jay is now finally directing him in the right way. Yo, you want to do this? Yo, you want to do this? This is going to help your brand. This is going to help your brand. Um, and, and we see as a result, where he is. Like, I'm gonna do it too. Anything Jay Z says, I'm. Uh, Meek already said that on on Cold Hearted. That's one of my favorite songs by Meek. He said when he said when Biggie when Biggie Hove wait when when Diddy Hove and Baby talk and I'm listening something like that. I don't remember what the line is. Yeah, I don't know. People are bosses. You listen to them sometimes. You gotta listen to them. Uh, and then the next track, Stay Woke. We already know. We already discussed it Good two episodes ago. Good track. Um, I thought this is what the direction of the entire project would have been if he would have came out with a project, but. Um, I feel whatever like it is what it is he's not gonna go straight into this type that's of what i think as well that would turn off your fans you gotta ease it in and that i agree with completely um do you have a rating for now yeah out of four i'll give it three so 75 i think it deserves a little bit more but uh i mean it, okay, off of first glance um personally i might change my mind on this i'm going back and forth between both dangerous and 1am again guys this is like 24 um, hours after it's come out yeah. so i know for sure like i like Philadelphia. Oh, i like Philadelphia. and i know for sure i like stay woke i like stay woke. i like 1am actually right so if i'm giving I, I guess i'm a three out of four as well i'm just giving a three out of four i'm, I'm giving, I'm giving both four. middle tracks a, a half rating hey, there we go that's exactly what i want to say so <laughs> three out of four that's solid, solid work uh, so I'm um, good love. Enjoy. Uh, let's oh, talk future. future beast mode. Beast two mode two. guys. Everyone knows future comes out with tracks for the summer. So in, in my head, the way that this happened was that Sierra had said, come on, don't do it. Don't do it. Wait till next week, please. This is about me and Russ. And future said, I'm good love. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm releasing this shit anyway. Yeah. It's Beast Mode 2. Sensational. We out here sensational. Yo, <laughs> if you like Beast Mode 1. So, yo, Beast Mode 2 comes out on the anniversary of Sierra and Russell Wilson. You think he did that on petty. purpose? Of course he did that on purpose. Of course purpose. he did that on Future, Future is a petty ass. The like, pettiest motherfucker. This is in interviews and you're just like, this guy. Like, I, But that's why I love him. Like, he just he does not give a fuck. But every track for me makes a playlist. I don't really have much else to say. Yeah, like him. if I'm bumping in my car and I'm trying to listen to some ignorant shit. Yeah, you know. You know, sometimes Takashi's a little bit too ignorant. Yeah, that's too ignorant. I gotta go future. I can only play Tati one too many, uh, one, you know, I can't play it too many times because mm-hmm. that shit's too ignorant for But me. you gotta play some future. And future does future. You know, he had no promo for this. He had no single. He had one future feature. One future. One future. <laughs> I know it's his boy. It's future, feature, and future. This is boy like Young Scooter. Young Scooter. Um, Question. Yep. Is future on that level where he can release music with no promos, no singles? Just drop it. What's his objective? Does he care about sales? No, he just gets to make money. Then I then yes. Okay, I would say <laughs> I think I would say yes because future is I don't think future cares enough. Future has birthed a lot of fucking current 
generation artist. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Auto tune, so like, the singing, rapping thing, the using. Oh, Zaytoven produced this thing. Zaytoven, Zaytoven was all over this. Killed the Zaytoven has the Atlanta's on lock, like the Atlanta style. That's true. He has it on lock. So shout out to Future shout for to going Zaytoven. to Zaytoven for that because yeah. we know Zaytoven does magic with Gucci. You know, he does, he does magic with everyone from the South. Yeah, he's a he's So, a if I'm future, who else am I going to but Beethoven? Like one guy that will shut it down. <laughs> right? So, um, I mean, I don't I don't really have any in-depth analysis. It's, Nothing. It's, it's mostly about songs. getting high half the time. That's it. Uh, it sounds sick. I but, like it. It's nine tracks. But again, I mean, the two new mu- music releases that we're talking about this week are a four-track EP and a nine-track album. Um... What, was it? what else came out? There was a single that came out. There was that uh, one with Cardi, Yachty, and yeah, Offset. Yeah, let's quickly talk about that. And then I want to talk about something bigger than that. Um, are you sick of seeing Cardi and Offset versus Nikki and Quavo? Is, Is that a thing? I've never heard of that thing before. I think it's a thing. An Offset? What was, that? What was the, uh, the, the, the track that Nikki ruined? Uh, boot Up. Remember that Boot Up? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it like LMA? twice. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I never listened to like after that, so, like the first or second time I heard. I never it. listened to it uh, beyond the first twenty five seconds of Nikki, and I was just like, Nikki's "This track so is annoying. I'm good, love, enjoy. <laughs> this track's not for I me." I love Nikki. I want to love Nikki, but she's annoying. So, oh shit, what was I gonna say? Um, the verses. The my timeline was hating hard on Nikki and saying, "Yo, Nikki ruined." Oh yeah, they came out with a remix of that song too. Yeah, boot up remix. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I did not listen yeah. to it. So I then Fabulous, it. I think Fabulous may have been on the same track or released his own version. Fabulous always kills it. The timeline says he killed it, so I'm gonna agree with them. <laughs> um, I think T Pain came out with one too. The timeline said it was good, T-Pain so I'm gonna I'm nice. gonna agree with them. Um, but the timeline says Nicki Minaj fucked it up. But anyways, the point I'm trying to make here that boot up remix. Is featuring Nicki Minaj and Quavo. Quavo. Uh, Yachty comes out with a track with Cardi B and Offset. Do you listen to that track? Uh, I did kind I only, of. I only like it when Offset came in. Offset like it was an okay track. Yachty did what didn't do that great. Cardi. I was expecting a little bit Cardi. more from Yachty. Exactly, I was expecting more. And then Offset came on, and Offset had a nasty flow. Yachty's nasty. Oh, Offset's flow. I was like, ugh. Even my time. Like, I even go. I searched Offset on Twitter to see what people's reaction. I'm like, am I the only one that thinks Offset's nasty? And it was like Offset's flow was nasty. But low key, I think there's a beef there. You think though, it's low Offset key. and Quavo though? You think not really Offset and Quavo are going to beef over Nicki Minaj? Uh, not Offset and Quavo are going to beef over beef, Nicki Minaj. But okay, put it put it this way: like a little friendly competition. Not even friendly competition. I think it's this. I think it's beef in Nicki's head. I think Quavo, Offset, Cardi, all of QC just look at this as, huh, another check. I think Nikki yes. looks at it as, hmm, let me get her closest person uh, from her camp and from her camp and do tracks with him over and over again. Yeah, you know I do believe that Nikki. <laughs> For when Nikki does do interviews, Nikki sounds like she's so salty when she does her interviews. Yeah, sure. I don't know, man. I want an, I I really want to like Nikki, man. But I'm trying to. But honestly, it's like uh, she's it's not like, helping. It. It's like Maul on the Joe Budden podcast said, man. It's it's time to give up that card, man. It's time to give up that Nikki card. She needs to change something, and it's I don't know what it up. is, but she needs to change something. She needs to it's not my job to tell her what to change. Reacting on social media and just oh my god, that's stupid. Oh, hot take. Um. Oh, who was it that said? I apologize if somebody said this. I'm not trying to jack your swag. I just don't remember who said it. Um, somebody said Cardi's known for clapping back. Right? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, not she, a little bit. Cardi is known for clapping yeah, she's back. Known Sorry. For 
But people love Cardi's clapbacks. Okay, people Car- look forward to Cardi's clapbacks. Cardi built her name off clapbacks. I understand clapbacks. that. Like, so, if Drake starts clapping back on, on Twitter, everyone's like, yo, what's wrong with Drake? Like, he's wild. Yes, but, but the point I'm trying to make is this. Nikki might think, look at that. Look, do you believe the way he gave up that ball there? Watch, Rush is going to score just now. Ooh. Penalty. Penalty shot, watch. No, they didn't call that. Oh, they didn't call that? No. Oh, no call? Okay. No, play on. We're still watching, guys. It's extra time, 100th minute. We're watching how how is Russia going to win this game? How We're just wondering because Russia is going to the finals. Um, but, uh, again, and Russia's definitely going to beat England next round for sure. England won this morning. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, Nikki might think that this is the blueprint to success. And I think she doesn't realize how off she is. She's so off. Right? Like I, I one final that. question I want to ask about Nikki and then we'll move on. Cause it sounds like I'm a hater. I'm really not hating on Nikki Minaj. You're not. She's just disappointing me lately. You're not the That's only one. That's it. You're not the only one. Like, we expect so much from Nikki. That's we had it on it. such a high pedestal at one point. Um, she down that And I completely point. forgot the question I was going to ask. So, let's fucking move on. Yeah, uh, so, again, like I was saying, the two new music projects we're talking about are our nine-project uh, album, four-project EP. Did Kanye anchor this, or is this just coincidence? This is just coincidence. Okay. And I'm fair. saying this because me... <clears throat> dropped an EP. An EP should and never be more than like five four, tracks. Four. Right? I think four max for an EP is EP. perfect. And future. Oh shit! Chris just scored. Oh, I missed it. How do we miss it? Yo, bro, every time we turn, every time we look down. Oh my god! I got. We got like put a TV right in front of us. Jesus Christ! Anyways, um, but yeah, you're saying coincidence. Oh, Me- I mean, Meek's situation. We know future. Um, future and Young Thug. They drop a lot of music. Okay. So I was even because I was thinking about this. I'm like, no, future drop like. Nine tracks, ten tracks. He dropped like seven tracks. Shit, like Future and Young Thug just dropped shit random. Like it makes no sense. Like they don't advertise it. They even had an album together that was like seven songs. Like la- it came out last year. It's one of my favorite things. I forgot what the album was I feel called. Like I remember that. It was one. Like beautiful young, beautiful Thugger girls. I didn't. I didn't listen. Something to like that. that. It was. I don't think it was a collab actually. But it was like seven songs. Like Future and Young Thug are known for this because Future drops like fucking eight projects a year. So do you then feel like part of shorter music? releases is because you have to keep stay current yes so I do rather than so. rather than let's let's use drake as an example although drake is an anomaly mm-hmm. um let's say a b-level artist had put out a 25 track album um and that b-level artist is now irrelevant after a month and a half until let, let's use asap as an example because asap does this a lot asap is on a asap rocky of course is on a two-year album release cycle. Yeah. Right? I think three years since his last one. It was three years. Long Live ASAP or whatever it was. I Long Live ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I Long Live ASAP. So it's like if I'm an ASAP type of rapper, I might not be able to get away with doing that anymore. No, you definitely can't. Like we so said I last week, we can't say Meek's still in jail and niggas yeah. dropping music. <laughs> so then I guess I... I so the the the... L- the stage of always being in the current that the, today's generation of hip hop is in. Do you think artists are forced to do shorter projects at this point? Do you think they choose to do shorter projects? Is it a combination of the both? Where do you feel like the landscape? I think it's a is combination at? of the both. I don't. Unfortunately, yeah, like because of news, the way we get news, you can't talk about something that happened six months ago because you really, yeah, really know how it ends. Just be irrelevant. At yeah, that point. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's just unless. So should like, let's okay. Let's let's use Meek as an example, right? So let's say Meek drops his four track EP. 
does that put a, a, a target on him to say, you know what, we need new Meek within five months? Or this you know EP what? was nothing? It just came to me right now. It just forces musicians to be more personal. In what like, sense? Just you talk about your life. Don't talk about necessarily about what's going on in the news. Talk about stuff you don't know. Like Meek should talk about, Meek should have like three or four songs just about being in prison, going through trial, going through the courses. No, stuff. but that, no, that, that's nah, kind of done, per- though. That's got, kind of done. I mean, you, amongst certain artists, that's that's already done. I think. Well, you got to do your experiences, right? Because that's how music music is supposed to be personal ish. We're supposed to relate to your problems in a way and be like, yeah, like I understand where you're coming from. I've been through this too, or I'm going to go through this. But do we? Like, I do should, we put that timeline on Meek now because the EP has dropped? No. Or is he is he allowed to come out with music two years down the road from now? Well, well you really, you really shouldn't. Well, let's just say he does. But You'll be irrelevant by then. But that's my point. <laughs> so does oh. he face pressure to now release music every nine months, every year and a half, every 13 months? If you drop a solid piece of work, you shouldn't have to. Oh, I thought they were just scoring. <laughs> they missed the header. Uh <laughs> Croatia's up 2-1. We're trying to find out how Russia's going to rig this and somehow make their way to the finals here. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know, for, for somebody like Meek as an example, Do I think, think it does. Do you think he needs to drop music between a certain time Yes, now? I think what this does is I think shorter projects means more projects. I think when you drop a four-track EP, you cannot wait more than... Eight months before you drop a full-length project. Oh, yeah. At that point, yes, because it's like the appetizer. Like, you don't wait. You don't go to sleep after you eat an appetizer and eat your main course the right. next morning. But I feel like just, sort of back in the day, you you weren't at the same time constraints with the, music. The amount of musicians out here. All you need is a damn SoundCloud link and you're a fucking musician. That's before true. Before you, you need to, that you might be needed the to build though. your name. And like it was hype when you came out. And then like, the DJ had to put you on. Yes. The radio personalities had to, label put you on, the had radio to put you on. The radio stations had to put you on. The label mm-hmm. had to believe in you. Like now, you just even, get a SoundCloud page, get an Instagram page. And boom, it's like nowadays, rapper. everyone has their own shine, right? Like nowadays, everyone has their own sort of entrepreneurial market that they're mm-hmm. dealing with because yep. they have their social media and then their presence, their stories, yeah. their. You know, everything that's always out there. Like I can find anything about you so quickly. That's true. Before it was like I heard about this rapper and all you had was like a newspaper clipping of it. And a website that probably said he had one interview with. That is very true. Um, it's just the way music I think actually musicians so to answer your question, yes, musicians need to release music more. More projects. More projects, more, more projects more frequently. More frequently, there we go. I was gonna say more recently. Oh my God, more recently. That makes more sense. frequently. Uh, I have something else to talk about yeah, here. I want to talk about the uh, the Will Smith uh, Rap Radar interview. Um, so he interviewed with uh, Rap Radar. That is a podcast. Uh, you guys, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard the name out there. Um, yeah, I've, heard Rap Radar. I've actually heard a few of interviews. Before. Yeah, they're really good interviews. Um, they were in Budapest, first of all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, how do you in Budapest? Money. Um, Yo, Will Smith Will, out Budapest. Will Smith says a couple of interesting things here. Now, I know you didn't watch it. This was my note I that no, I wanted to... I had no interest in I this. wanted to, you know, give to you. Um, but he says a couple of very interesting things on here. So he's just talking about, um, you know, his, his children, of course. Shout um, out. Talking about, of course, his recent... Uh, Divorce. I was gonna say research, but no, <laughs> his recent, uh, you know, 
surgeons on on uh, on social media. Um, he's just talking about all that all that kind of good stuff. And what he said was that you know the world is not mystique. It's not about mystique anymore because they're talking about like Will. What made you decide to come on on social media and really? be as personable as as you are right now that was kind of the question paraphrasing it he's like honestly the world is not about mystique anymore it's more about being personal and having that family feel um he says there's actually no such thing as revealing too much information about yourself it's more so about whether or not the world can accept it so I'm wondering yeah. if Will Smith is doing Scientology because no, those type shit. of thoughts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That shit went way over my head. I, I just, I'm just reading it. I was like, wait, hold So I'm going to read it one more time. And I, I, I didn't quote this. I, I uh, just typed it, paraphrasing. I typed it as I heard it. Uh, so he said, the world isn't about mystique anymore. It's more about being personal and having that family feel. There's no such thing as revealing too much information about yourself. It's more so about whether or not the world can accept it or not. Jesus. Um, line by line. Jesus that's uh, he says he's enjoying showcasing himself to the world uh, and that, uh, you know, the eyes and the ears of the world are forcing you now to say your truths. He mm. says there is, and this one I quoted, there is a quote unquote social demand for authenticity. What do you think about that? Because now I'm, I'm having a hard time with that because we do live in a world where you're forced to say your truth now. Uh-huh. Who are you writing with? Who are you voting That with? forced truth has now created what we see in America. I feel. Right? Yeah. Before you even talk to somebody nowadays, you're asking them, are you left or right? Well, you're I'm probably right, not. I'm right-handed. So. <laughs> politically. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm saying typically in the States, right? Like, not that they'll say, oh, are you left or right? Oh, I can't talk to yeah, you. Yeah, but, but they have ways of that. As you're talking, they identify you as one or the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person sounds a little too liberal. I don't Pretty like much. I can't, I can't listen to the rest of the word they're saying. Oh, this person sounds a little too conservative. I can't listen to any more words that they're saying from here on out. Do you feel like the social demand for authenticity is a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. Why? Because I still want my own privacy. But with social media, the way the world has become is we need to know everything about you. Yes. Because before, it's like you can go into hiding and there's no Instagram, there's no Twitter, there's no Facebook. You're not seeing me for two months. If I say you're not seeing me for two months, unless a paparazzi sees me. Outside and takes a picture of me, you're not going to see me. But with social media now, everyone wants you to see what are you doing today? Why didn't you post a picture today? Where is this? Where is that? Where's your son? Where's your daughter? Let's see your house. How many cards do you have? You know, who are you voting for all of a sudden now becomes a question. Yeah. Like, that, that'll, that'll be in your comments like, if you're on the day of election. Who'd you vote for? And everyone, and people That's... online feel so damn entitled and they feel like they deserve a response. Right. And to be honest, these celebrities, you're a celebrity, so you are like you made your name off me, off liking of you social off of social, social interactions, interactions essentially. So you even if it was one way in the so past, it's not obligated. But I also understand where people are coming from when they say because when people say oh give them their privacy, I'm like no, you made your name off me following you, me mm. keeping up with you. So I deserve to know. But at the same time, you also deserve your privacy. It's just social media. And what I can't remember. This was I'm a few years ago. The, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Last thing. A few years ago, there was someone that said, some celebrity, like a, a celebrity said, 
I my publicist tells tells me to tell the world what they need to know. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, what they no, not what they need to know. What I want them to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what they, you want to reveal to the world. Yeah, he's like, give it to them in a way where they don't feel like you're hiding stuff. He's like, that's what I've been doing. He's like, I can have a child and you wouldn't know, or you would know I had a child, but I would never tell you like the gender of the child. You know, like he has ways of doing stuff. Mm, almost like a J. Cole. That yeah, like I'm out here, you see me, you'll see my presence on social media, right. but you also won't know how deep it goes. I just give you like, you know, the shallow level. And- and that that's where it becomes tricky, right? Because again, when I when I go back to that quote, social demand for authenticity, like you said, it it really does go both ways. It's like what I, what I was trying to say earlier was, I'm not going to say we deserve to know. Yeah, like we don't deserve to know, but because like you you may have accidentally used that wording before. I'm not going to say we deserve to know. We have no right to know anything. Like we're not obligated to know this stuff. But at the same time, I do feel like, yeah, you know what, there is a, a, a social pressure or a social demand um, to showcase everything about yourself because the world wants to know how authentic you are. Exactly. Right? Like, we want to know, are you doing anything in the background that we might not agree with? Like, if you're a gangbanger, like, let's, make, let's see you do these gang stuff. But then at the same time... I feel like us on the other side of things, you know, let, let's call ourselves the part of that social <laughs> demand, right? So social demand for authenticity, people can show that level of, of, of authenticity, but then I feel like we can only have a surface level reaction and then we can't go anything beyond that. Oh, no, we can't. Personal, right? Because I feel like if we're bothered by somebody, and this is kind of to Will Smith's point, as to whether or not the world can accept that that uh, that authenticity that you're revealing about yourself. Now, obviously, in somebody like Trump's case and the government's case, completely different story. So I'm not referring to something like that. But what I am referring to is a celebrity, a public figure, etc. If they're revealing certain things about themselves, you know, different authenticities about themselves, if you want to call it that, as they start to show it, if there's a lot of shit you disagree with. Don't just don't support. Right. That's why like, <laughs> I don't see why people like hate. I don't just get why don't people hate support. so much. Like, <laughs> just don't if someone's support. bothering you, unfollow, hit that unfollow button. That's it. Don't like their shit. I'm good love. Enjoy. Literally, that that's could it. be it. Like, I'm good love. Unfollow. That's it. I'm good love. Enjoy. <laughs> Click. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, it, it, it's, it's interesting that Will Smith says something like that. And that we do live in a society where it is on both sides. You know, we we want to know everything you're about. And you also have a right to only tell us a certain amount of But your don't life. you feel like you're a mo- I'm a movie star. Right. And then you find out um like, you love my movies, I'm a good actor. If I don't want to do that, like that. I did some horrible shit. So you're talking I- about Kevin Spacey? <laughs> for example, for let's the, use Kevin yeah, Spacey. Say, Kevin Spacey is a perfect example. Go, that's a perfect example. Kevin Spacey is one of my favorite actors and until now, I realized he wasn't acting in any of those movies or in the, any of those different roles. He really is fucked up. But exactly. So now you find out all this stuff about him. And you're like, well, if I knew this stuff 20 years ago, I wouldn't be going to watch his movies. But right. now, if I'm paying, because you, he makes money off you going to watch his movies. Exactly. He makes money off you watching his Netflix show. Now I'm gonna still watch House of Cards. But that's what that I'm saying. Hard. But what I'm saying is, if you found this out, you'll be like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna support this guy. That's He's not gonna I'm get saying. my money. That's why we want to know about. So that's why I want to know what you're doing. So then, how far, like, how far 
That's that's the question. That is the question. How that's how far do we question. have to know? Like how far does a celebrity have to reveal, and how far do we have to know? I guess is the unanswerable million dollar question. Yeah, that's that that literally is like because when people that's what I said when people say leave the celebrity alone, it's their personal life. I'm like, dude, their personal my their I bought them this house in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. me knowing the personal life is what bought them this house because I decided to go listen to their music or watch their movie or go to a basketball game. So if this person is doing something and is keeping silent about it, I should sort of know. But it's again, it's what is that? Like, where's that line? Where, where is that line? You it's don't a, need to know. Or you, it's you an interesting know. dynamic. Like, I really wonder how it's going to play over time um, as, as social media continues to develop. Social media literally changed the world. Um, it's yeah, so it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, but I mean, Will Smith, he, he mentions a couple other things on this interview. Uh, what's funny was that he mentioned that there's a whole generation that's not even aware that he raps. <laughs> it was so true. <laughs> like he was saying that um, he said that Anthony Anderson called him. The the uh, black guy, yeah, the guy from Blackish. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Anderson called him. Uh, I forget what their discussion was, and I forget who of Anthony Anderson's family. I think it was either a son or a nephew. Let's just say one of those. He's like, oh, um, my son, or, you know, saw your shit and was like, Will Smith raps. Damn. Remember the, the, the recent freestyle? Yeah, like, like, Will, he, he Will Smith raps. So Anthony Anderson was like, "Listen, oh my God, Rashawn scored." Uh, Anthony Anderson was like, "That's how they're going to win the game." I had to put out. I had to have like a three-hour conversation with my. Let's just call it son. I had to call it have a three-hour conversation <laughs> with my son, uh, going through your entire catalog, Will, because like, yo, this kid didn't even know you rap. These kids will not <laughs> know that they don't know Will Smith. Like that, that was interesting. Um... What else from this interview was interesting? I want. I have a couple questions for you, but yeah, I've not watched this, so I want like me think about this social media. Like I've thought about that before. Like everyone's like, leave them alone. It's a personal. I'm like, mm, it is, but my they also got them this house. They also driving got them in. there. Yeah, so, so it's I, I kind of want to know sometimes. He says that. Um, speaking of the authenticity, so again, that social demand for authenticity. He says one of the first moments. Um, of understanding the importance of authenticity of self rather than always being in character. So I'll I'll rewind a bit. One thing he said was that he used to always be in character, right? So will the character is always happy, is always willing to do shit, you know, participate, happy, smiles, laugh, all good. Everything's all good. I'm never not good. He's good, right? He's enjoying. Uh, He's enjoying. I'm good, love. Enjoy. He probably said that to Jada. When she said, you can take your ex on vacay. Cheers! <laughs> That's, we'll might get to that because they're was fucking it. wild. Would you take your ex on um, vacay if your girl no. said? <laughs> no. I'll be like, all right, see you later. Uh, no thanks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he says one of the first uh, moments of him understanding the importance of authenticity of self rather than always being in character was back when uh, that dude, speaking of Russia, uh, he was in Russia. Remember when that dude tried to kiss him? Um, oh yeah, and like he there was slapped a headline, him. Or I think shit. it was like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, and he slapped him. Was, um, so he said he went back to his room. He was cheesed. I don't know I if he went back too. to the room, but whatever. He was cheesed at the time. He was like, "Yo, he I can't cheesed. believe this happened. That I can't believe that." The he was cheesed as shit. And then he looked at his phone and he saw like ten messages, ten urgent messages from none other than Jay Z himself. Jay Z. So imagine Jay Z hits you with ten pings on Jeez. your phone. 10 was, BBM pings. You know, I'm responding in a heart. What the fuck? First of all, how do you get let Jay-Z get to 10? How, 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 the fact that Jay-Z has my number is already a... That's already a bar. Exactly. That Jay-Z has my number. Uh, pause. Like, I'm going to have a song called Jay-Z has my number. End of story. So Jay-Z saying, yo, call me now. 
So Will Smith called him back and was like, what's up? And Jay-Z, he's like, this is exactly how Will Smith explains it. He's like, and Jay-Z, man, he he sounded winded. He sounded winded. He was like, yo, I saw what happened. I just wanted to let you know that that was by far the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I called him 10 times just to say this. He's like, me and B have a show tonight and we thought about canceling it. Just to watch you slap that dude over and over again. <laughs> I was like, yo. Look at that. I knew, didn't I tell you Russia was going to score? Russia. So Russia just scored in the 114th minute, guys. It's still six more minutes. Now it's game. tie game 2-2. They're going to go to shootout and Russia's going to win. I told you. The Putin. The Putin effect. But yo, fucking Jay-Z, first of all. That's a funny idea. When you hear... A-class celebrities tell stories about other A-class celebrities. It's fucking because You forget that they're, they're humans too. It boggles my mind. Like I mean, imagine Jay-Z hitting you up 10 times, urgent message, call me now. And just to shit. laugh and say, yo, <laughs> me and Beyonce had a show we where we're probably going to gross 5, 10 million off this show alone. Yeah, and we thought about canceling this show, show because... We wanted to, to watch, watch this slap clip. Again. Slap a man. That was crazy to me. Um, another very interesting thing he said before I get to my actual question to you. <laughs> he said that, uh, so he was talking about uh, Fresh Prince. Of course, he said that his character had, he had all free range of his character. Of oh, that's course. sick. Um, I didn't know that. He said the Fresh Prince intro music was actually DJ Jazzy Jeff's idea. Because, of course, he said Jazzy Jeff is the one that knew everything. He's the one that had literally a jazz background. And when you have a jazz background, you have a deep. Yeah, because jazz is freestyle. Deep music background when you know jazz. Because right? like jazz is freestyle. They, there's no like script for jazz. I don't jazz. even want to attempt to analyze like, jazz because I, I, I don't want to sound about, like an idiot. I'm hearing about it. It's literally <laughs> a freestyle. Like There's no script. There's no like music sheet. You just make music that sounds good. That's it. So, so Jazzy you Jeff, gotta be good at music to make to to make jazz music, and I guess that's why his name is Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> but um, so Jazzy Jeff says, "Yo, there's no way you're gonna have a show and not have your own intro." That's it. He had the beat ready. He had everything ready. <laughs> you need a boy like that in said, your life. Spit some bars on this, because there's no way you're gonna have your own show and not have your own music to it. And they said, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. And the rest is playground is where I spend most of my days. So now I ask, and this is obviously way too hard to tell in hindsight, would that show have been completely different if the intro was different? I want to say no, because I don't think an intro, this is personally, because mm-hmm. I'd read, after about like two episodes of binge watching a show, I don't watch an intro anymore. Fair. But I don't think no, it would have changed it because the content of the show was still amazing. Let's not like yeah, the theme song is. But this was also the '90s when theme music meant something, in Living Color meant something, uh, Cosby Show meant something, Different World meant something. I, I still feel like you, Jamie Foxx show kind of had a trash intro, low key. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm just picturing that intro in my head with driving that car in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like the intros meant something. I feel like no. Even my if you want to no. talk white shows, Boy Meets World had an intro. Saved by the Bell had an intro. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? When I wake up in the morning. The intro meant something. So if the, uh, but I guess it would have just. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's not it's not long enough in the show 
for it to and Anybody. that's when everyone goes oh let me go grab my drink anyway yeah. but it it was catchy and I feel like it did make the show better especially with current generation with newer generations because when I'm watching a syndication of the show on TV I watch the intro I'm like yeah eh. like you're watching the intro you're singing along with it it did make it more relatable I guess in a way Game of Thrones had a hard intro Westworld has a hard intro I know that shit needs to be a beat that shit is boring I just don't need to watch Westworld man I, just, I, don't, I, even, I, I don't even know where I am I think I just have to restart the whole thing I, I'm like I stopped like, see, like episode 6 5 or 6 it is hella slow season 1 it is hella slow I cannot watch this anymore hella slow but it's a great show and I can tell it is because I like slow-paced shows. Um, now to my actual questions about Will Smith. <laughs> so at the beginning of the interview, he actually said that he started writing again. Uh, he says he's trying to find a way to let out all of these different things in his mind. Two questions. First question. Are you checking for any of that? Um, if he drops something, I'll listen. But like, but like, I'm, you're not checking for it. Exactly. I'm not like going every day. Like, when is Will Smith? I'm not going to Google when is Will Smith dropping that. Real shit. I'm not if checking I see it on Spotify, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll listen to it. Now, what got me thinking um, in my creative mode? Uh, maybe it's beyond rap. Maybe it was like a show, a documentary, a movie, etc. Would you check for any of that? If that's what Will Smith meant by, I need to find a way to let all these different things go that are in my mind. What if he meant writing and, and, and producing shows and movies and documentaries? Are you checking for that? No, I'm not. I, I, I'm not really. Actually, you know what? Depends on what the topic is. I think I would, yeah. Depends on what the topic is. Like, if he's going to start talking about building houses, then I'm like, what do you want? But he comes out with an HGTV show. <laughs> yeah, you're not, not checking like, for that. I'm not checking for that. Him and Trey? Him and Trey Smith? A little, you know, history of what happened after Fresh Prince or how he met Jada right. or his family. Like, you know what? I might watch that. You know, I'll check for that. Over it's on Netflix. But you know, I'll check for it. Him but and uh, Alfonso will host the show. Alfonso, <laughs> what's his name? Rubiero? I have no idea. I don't know it's called. Cult. It must be a new cult. Um, and then the actual question that I had. So what he said was... <laughs> I know it. <laughs> that was like the, the warm-up. Um, so he says, I'm burning again create, creatively. And I have these outlets that I've never had before. And that's why he's kind of, you know, rising um, on, on Instagram and always making stories, inspirational, all this other type of stuff. So, do you anticipate a lot of older people trying to resurge via social media? Because that's what Will Smith talked yeah, about. Yeah, I see that. Do you find, like, do you see examples of that? I can't think uh, of any on top of my head. But doesn't Will Smith is, think about a household name that's not on social media. That's what Will Smith was. Everyone knew who mm. was. And Will Smith had a lovable. Is there he had another... that thing about him that was so lovable. Like, who hates Will Smith out here? And that's what he meant by Will Smith, the character, right? Like, everyone that's loved true. Will Smith, the character, and he oh. felt he always had to be in character until mm. that Russia moment where he slapped dude and Jay-Z was like, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Right? So <laughs> he was like, because like, Jay-Z probably saw him in character. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's too funny. I, don't, to I can't think of it. Um, like, I'll have to make, you know what, I'm going to actually do this as homework. I'm going to add it to my notes and say, I'm going to try and come back with at least one person or two people and see what you think if they were to have a social media, you know, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I'm joking. Uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm fucking, I'm fucking around. <laughs> not Kevin Spacey. Canceled. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to come back with a, hopefully maybe three people and see if they were to come on social media and see I, how yeah, like, they have a resurgence. Uh, okay. Well, let's I can't think of anyone on top of my Let's head, see what you come sure. up with. Uh, you're holding the fort on that. Uh, you want to get into this NBA shit, man? 
Let's, let's, um, let's touch on it quick. I don't what, know. what have we talked words. about uh, since everything that's happened in free agency? I don't think we talked nothing, about anything. Because everything happened last week, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, recorded yeah. on sure. Saturday. So a couple things happened. Uh, Chris Paul signs the Supermax. Uh, four yeah, years, $40 million. Get your money, young blood. Um, Chris Paul's my guy. Blood. Chris Paul's my guy. And, and you know what? I'm glad you said get your money because at first I was mad at this. Because Chris Paul's my guy. You guys know how much Chris Paul's my guy. Yo, Chris pause. Paul's his guy. No pause. No, like, so, no pause. Chris Paul <laughs> is his guy. I wanted Chris Paul to take like 25 mil a year so that they can sign Capella no problem. Mm-hmm. And then go over, go over luxury tax and still get a third name there. Or mm-hmm. fourth name technically at that point. Right? They need to sign someone before Capella. That's what I wanted. Yeah. 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 Because to to, yeah, you can't go over luxury to sign. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I wanted that to happen. Chris Paul gets a super max at forty mil a year, um, but now I'm now I'm changing my mind. Get your get your money, young blood. Hey man, if you don't win a ring, what's the next thing you can have? Not even that. Not even that. that. that is my, Not even that. That's my I think thing. I think Chris Paul is because he's he he runs the uh, the players' association. Yeah, the NBA players. Association. I think he's spreading the right message here that get paid for what you're worth. Yeah, that's the players Don't try to game the system. Him and LeBron to are like create that. super teams. Him and LeBron are like that. They're like, yeah. yo, they they're head of the players Cuz LeBron has never really taken pay signed for never, less. No. no. He signed Wade a two, was the he one signed that took a, a cut. one year contract with Cleveland like a year ago or two years ago just cuz he knew the television the deal was going to go up and exactly. he can get more money. And then you see somebody like KD signs for 30 million a year. And he took a pay cut. Come on. By the way, Come Steph on. didn't take a pay cut. Uh, KD, on. like just letting you know, Steph didn't take Steph take all that supermax. You see that um, forty five years. Fucking Paul George stays with OKC. I saw. I did not see uh, that. Four years, hundred forty mil or hundred thirty seven mil, whatever it is. I saw. Throws it. a party with Russ. That was uh, lit. Fucking Nas was performing. Apparently, that was lit. Uh, I'm just trips. trying to find out why Russ. Uh, I was gonna say Russell Wilson. Jesus Christ! I'm just trying to find out why why Russell Wes, Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Yeah. That nigga's built like a WWE character, bro. Like why? That guy is weird. His body is hella different. Pause. That's that why I'm trying to find weird, out. Weird, but yo, shout out to everyone. Shout on. out to him. Um, LA does their thing, of course. So they signed Lance Stevenson. They signed JaVale McGee. Some other guy, too. They signed remember. Contavious Caldwell Pope, which is a terrible signing. Who um, was that last person they signed? Uh, LeBron James. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so they signed him. LeBron James. Uh, and then, we, of course, we know the talk of the town is Boogie Cousins uh, signing to Golden State for $5 million. Uh, That angered a lot of people. Uh, I can burst. understand Boogie's perspective, and I'm not believing any of the media lies. I'm not believing... <laughs> Any media outlet that says Boogie received no offers when no. he's signing a deal on July fucking second, he de- he definitely received. I feel like there was probably some teams that were like, "Yo, we'll offer you. We just need to like figure out our, our money situation right now." And you he probably felt slighted because he's like, "You guys probably won't do that." If KD said he wanted to go out to you, you guys will offer him immediately and not wait for. You know what grinds my gears? You know what grinds the my fact gears? that the NBA media is trying to say, "You know what, Boogie didn't get another offer, and that's, that's why he signed with well." So when I say he signs on July 2nd, a few people come back and say to me, oh, you know, talks go on in the off- before, the, before the actual day, right? Oh, yeah. They go I'm on. Like, I'm aware. I'm aware conversation happens before July 1st. You don't need to tell me that. However, when Boogie Cousins signs on July 2nd and the narrative is that he had no offers, I don't buy it. I don't believe that. I... I- I don't buy it. It's Golden State up to Golden State shit again. Um, I'm actually low-key very happy about this deal because Boogie's going to ruin the synergy of that team. 
Clay's going to want out. Sacramento's going to pay him 30 mil. And that dynasty is done. No, you heard about what you heard about what Steve Kerr's plan is, right? No. <laughs> so first of all, first of all, this team is way all over the They're the second team. Well, it was OKC, but now OKC is down because they now they cut Melo. Yeah, but that's another thing, guys. Melo's gone. Mello. Is it they didn't cut him. Sorry, they they bought him out. I think it's official. Oh, it's 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 all but official. Yeah, it's point. all but like, official. We know it's gonna happen. It, I just didn't. It's know just if they Officially when. said, yeah, it happened. Okay, I don't think they officially said, yeah, it happened. But okay. But <clears throat> other than that, um, these guys are over the salary cap, like by forty mil, and Jesus then they signed Christ. this guy for five mil. But it turns out because he took a mid level exception, yeah, like, mid- when you take uh, a mid level yeah. exception, when you can sign, like just three, cl- just three ways you can sign someone and go over the salary cap. We sign. Um, vet minimum, and a mid level, and there's another one too. I can't remember. There was there was one more. Too, there's uh, the I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I was anyway. say the bird rights, but that's 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 kind of that's, that's resigned because if you yeah, trade yeah, it, yeah. your bird right carries with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are the Oh, so Kersek was first of all, he's not according to the news. He's not going to play at least December, which I think is bullshit. I'm like Boogie's playing till February. I, I don't think he's playing to February. And when he comes in, they're just giving. They say he's coming off the bench. Right. He's not going to get started minutes until mm-hmm. he's hundred percent. Comfortable <laughs> until uh, second round. Okay, go ahead. And he doesn't. No, he's he doesn't run the floor the way he can't run. He, he can't run, run in that free flowing offense. Yeah, their their offense is about run and gun. Yep, they will beat you down the court and take that three. Yep, and they will beat you right back on defense. But he can't run that offense. I don't think he's going to make this team necessarily better. I think if he comes off the bench, he'll be a big impact because you have an all star coming off your bench. Mm-hmm. Like build the bench off around him. I think the I think the best way you're trying to describe it is he doesn't make the team better, but he does make the team scarier. There we go. Yes, he doesn't make the team better. He makes the team scarier. And I feel like the same way Durant didn't make the team yes, better. So he made it that's scarier. KD didn't make the team better. He made them scarier because if he made them better, they would have won 75 games. Right? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, although yes, rest and blah 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 blah. Nah, they would have so, won more games. I feel like Boogie Cousins is the same scenario, but again, I do. I honestly feel like Boogie can't play in that system. Right, like it's not. This is not built for a boogie type player. It's not, and you're coming off of a ruptured Achilles as a 260 pound yeah. specimen. Yeah, he's not going to be. The same I don't. Sure. I doubt if he even comes back. I know I said it's just a Achilles, but I I did more digging into it. and I realized he's 260 pounds. He's not 120. If he's smart, <laughs> and I think Andrew Schultz compared him to this, come back like Randolph, play like Zach Randolph. Randolph still put up 19 and 10 up until. Say two years ago, so it's not like he wasn't putting up numbers. Zach he still Randolph, put up numbers last year. I think he put up like a, still like a fourteen and eight last yeah, year. Yeah, and he wasn't like playing that. every game. They were like playing him sporadically. Yeah, they were playing him super sporadically. Because the bench. Kings, they were tanking hard. Oh, he blocked that. Did he block that with his hands? We're watching penalty kicks, guys. So bear Russia? with us. Russia just missed their first shot. It's, you know, we're coming to you live, live and direct. Let's see this. Oh, he stopped. Okay, shout out to the goalie, Croatian goalie. They just guess. Look, they just guess which. Oh one yeah, yeah, they guess because they have to dive. And, uh, they they have to guess, dive and then like he just swats it with the other hand. Like, fam, you're just guessing. <laughs> Put that shit down the middle. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like Boogie makes that team better. Uh, any other free agent signings? I'm quickly uh, scrolling the score. I saw a few, but like, I didn't see anything. Wasn't uh, anything. Jonas Repko wants to sign with the Warriors once he clears waivers. Who uh, doesn't want to sign with the? I want to sign with the Warriors, fam. I think everyone wants to live in San Francisco where it's always hot. Uh, friggin' for Yo, the single men out there, there's always women there. You're winning championships. They do, have a, they do have a large gay community for people on the low. Um, <laughs> was that guy John Collins? What was his name? Uh, John, not John Collins. Something fucking, Collins. Uh, Jason Collins. Jason Collins. Yeah, he would have loved. He would have loved. Uh, didn't he? He 
he's assistant coach there, no? Is he? If, if he is, that's not a coincidence. Is he not an assistant coach in Golden okay, State? Okay, I'm actually going to Google Can we do yeah. some Googles on that? What's his name? John Collins? John uh, Josh? Jason Collins. Jason. I, we just said it. Yeah, too. we just said it. To Jason Collins. I'm not John. Um, what else happened? DeAndre Jordan, of course, um, uh, is on Tyreek the Evans. Uh, thing. Tyreek Evans got paid. He's finally paying better. You know why? Um, what did he play last year? Um, Sacramento last year, right? I don't think so. Wherever he played last year, they played him right. Yeah, they played him they right. They finally played him as a one, not a two. He needs he's an on-ball distributor and he's a scorer. So shout to him. Remember in his rookie year, people were calling him a mini Derrick Rose. Yeah, and then they start they stopped using and him. The they way play, and then they started playing him at the three. Yeah, for and, some reason. And like why? He's, not like, <laughs> he's too small for the three. What? It, it made no sense. Make shit makes no sense. Um, but no, yo, no. it's a very interesting market. We won't stay on this too long, but a very interesting market because people aren't getting paid. People aren't getting paid anymore. People are getting paid. The problem is no, they're not getting paid anymore. Remember when? When Mozgov and those guys were getting 20, 30, not 30, oh, that, that's 20, 25 mil. The way the NBA is set up now, everyone, getting everyone's getting maxed. So every team is over this. That's there's literally thing. only five or six teams that are under the salary cap. Teams barely have money to spend. So you look at like a Randall getting nine mil a year. You look at uh, who else made pinch money? Fucking. Um, I, gotta, I gotta see a list. I can't remember. Some people even think we took a pay cut. Not pay cut, but he took less money. Reddick. He's making twelve. Did to, they, they didn't say how much, but is this twelve to thirteen mil? Even uh, Yusuf Nurkic just signed, re-signed with uh, Portland, uh, four years, forty-eight mil. Damn, he's worth more than that. You would think he is, and maybe he's not. It's maybe that's just the new market. And I'm not even mad at that because players are like, I'm not. Every signing that has happened, no one has been max. Uh, not forget max. No one has been overpaid. I agree with that. It was dumb when everyone's getting. Bledsoe wanted Max. Yeah, the whole Chandler Parsons got Max. Like everyone in the mom was getting Max. How do you feel about Sacramento throwing uh, twenty mil a year at uh, Zach Levine? Bulls are Bulls do intend to match, but how do you feel about that? Uh, I think is they, he worth twenty mil? Zach Zach Levine. How many? It was four years, right? Four years. Four years, seventy-eight. So basically, twenty mil a year. Yes, nineteen point. Yes, the only reason why is because I think Sacramento wants to win now. With Bagley, Sacramento's been Fox. dying for a star, bro. They have Darren Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. Bagley, Darren Fox, and now they get a another two two guard. I'm telling That's you, they're huge. getting Clay. They're getting Clay. Oh, they're definitely pushing for an All Star. They are pushing for an All Star, if not a borderline All Star player. And that's you what I heard think it here. Whoa! When you sign it, the Grizzlies sign. Oh, I heard about this one already. Kyle Anderson, four years, thirty-seven mil. Good signing. Kyle Anderson, very versatile. Can play. He can guard four positions. Oh, Kyle. your boy, Kyle Anderson, San Antonio. I, I like him. How much did you get? Uh, nine mil a year. Okay, yeah, you know, I think I said yesterday. I think worth we, it. We talked about it yesterday. Freddie Van Vliet's getting nine. He mil. said, I said it was over. You know what? He, no, he's he started level. He started quality. He's like that fifth option on, your, on yeah, your team. He's like a six starter. seven, he can handle the ball. He can he can shoot semi guard Draymond. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, <laughs> you can't even open on a jump shot, but you also can't guard him too hard. Yeah, he's a nine mil is good. Solid. It's a solid number. You know what? I respect that player. That's a solid number. The reason why I liked him because he was he used to be point guard in high school. He was a six-seven point guard. Yeah, it's dirty. And then when he got to, um, I think he went to Arizona. They started playing him as a small forward. Oh, and his fucking uh, stock plummeted. End of an era. Tony Parker. Yo, that hurt me. Charlotte, man. Charlotte Hornets. That hurt me, man. That shit hurt. But like, like uh, you said, we're not in the era of stay on your team. And yeah, I mean, I and I mean, and this is one of those where it's like we know it's the tail end of his career. He has one or two years left. Although he signed a two-year, four-year deal. Oh, damn, we're missing the whole playoffs. What's he score? So it playoffs, penalty, penalty kick. I think uh, I think it's tied right now. Damn, Russia I think Russia win. scored. I think Russia's two of four, and Croatia's two of four. I think. Didn't Croatia has to make? Oh, no, 
Do you see that thing on um, Kyrie didn't want LeBron to ever come back to Cleveland? I don't want to talk about Kyrie Irving. And then you heard about Jimmy Butler wants to go to... Kyrie and Jimmy are going to New York. You heard it here Lebr- first. Because um, Kyrie's from New Jersey. Yeah. Kyrie's a New York player, man. Yeah, he's a New Ky- York. Kyrie wants... Kyrie has an ego and he's wanted the limelight since he's came into the league. He had it in year one when he was a rookie with no LeBron. Mm-hmm. Although that team was trash. <laughs> that team was trash. LeBron took the spotlight from him. And then all of a sudden on Boston... Five people took the spotlight from him. Yeah, that, that sucks. Jalen Brown took the spotlight from him. Jason Tatum took the spotlight from him. All Horford. All, uh, I wouldn't give to Horford yet. Although, yes, Horford, uh, no, not yet. Uh, Horford was a big <laughs> part about, of just, I'm talking about spotlight. I'm talking That's about like, people are saying, oh my God, I love... No one's saying no Horford. No one said all. Even though, he, <laughs> even though he... I feel like he's not credited enough. No one's saying all Horford. That Although people are starting to give him credit. And that's kind of why... But no. Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. Obviously saving the best for last at that Brown, point. Right? Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum, Brad Stevens. Scary Terry. Scary Terry, you can argue. Like, so now he has... People are talking about him. Now he has four limelights ahead of him. And Gordon Hayward's coming back from injury. There you and go. And Gordon Hayward is a white boy with nice and hair. Now your team made the Eastern Conference Finals without you. So with you, if it's not the finals, bare minimum, what did you really do for the team? And now LeBron's not in the East. Think about what's going on in Kyrie's head right now. Kyrie's thinking to himself, okay, worst case scenario, I have to make the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, he has to. Worst case scenario. Beyond that, I have to go to the finals. Beyond that, I actually have to perform in the, in the finals, finals because if I don't perform in the finals, you become Dame Lillard. The narrative, not no, not Dame, <laughs> but the narrative will be. I just hate on Dame. I think Croatia just won. Um, yeah, they did. Damn. They went four to five. Russia went three to five. Shout out to Russia for making it a very close, uh, close rigged story. There, they almost made themselves win. Um, but where was I going with this? I have no idea. I forget. I was not paying attention, to be honest. All right, fucking forget. <laughs> so, All right, guys. Fuck it. Let's move on because nobody cares about, about basketball in the offseason. Kyrie and his ego. Forget that. Um, what else do we want to get into, man? You got any random thoughts? Um, random thoughts. Random thoughts. Anything, anything else in your mind, man? We're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, we want to go to CCS? Uh, you have a random thought for us. You see that uh, that video? Uh, oh. Fucking uh, the Migos. Uh, oh, shit. The Drake freestyle. We got to play that. You know, I did not listen to that yet. because <laughs> I, 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 I heard it today. I want to have a real-time and reaction. And I wanted to listen to it when I get home properly. Where is it? On YouTube? Uh, I saw it on Six Buzz. And Six Buzz posted. Six Buzz tagged the Link Up TV. And is Link it? Up TV had it in their bio. If that makes sense. Link Up TV? Yeah, I don't know how long the freestyle is. Let's have a, let's have a real-time reaction to that. Link Up TV. None of like that. Yeah, I see it. They're, they're verified. They're verified. Um, they have the they have the clip. Is it just a one minute freestyle? No, I think it's it has longer than one minute. Let's see their YouTube page. It was like thirty minutes. We Drake behind bars. How much is? How long is it? Two minutes. Okay, that's not bad. We're listening to this real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TMV podcast. Link up TV behind bars. Link up TV behind bars. TMV podcast behind bars, baby. Joey New Drake freestyle. Yeah. You heard it here first. You Chinese. heard it here first. Or second. TMV. Yeah. TMV. TMV. Look. 
You know how to pagan chit-chat goes I like R's and V's and O's I don't really play no tic-tac-toe Been with chubs through highs and lows We seen man last night, they froze Was no cameras, was no pose Just like that one time at Cello Good thing man won't pullin' out phones Stay in big 6-6 with woes Man start dissing and doing reposts They do anything except rolls Still can't see them after it snows I don't have time for the waste man jokes Personal thing if I'm getting up close Loyal to Oaks, I've taken an O Versace Hotel and I'm taking the roads Seen them in person, I'm seeing a ghost They told me relax as they're taking control Take all that shit up with P and his bro I wish you the best, let me know how it goes Wanna be free and I wanna let go We came around and you showed us the most I know so much bear. shit that I cannot expose I keep it inside and I laugh on my own Got all the tea and I'm hot in it I need this shit matching, our rooms not enough You're dropping some shit, but that shit was a bust They got no direction, they're following us I come from a city that they never touch Goofy and he can get brushed I can't name a rapper, a girl that I trust I dream about turning these youths into dust yeah. Yeah. Big Scorpion. TMV. Out now. TMV. Yeah. Look. You know how the pagan shit chat goes. I like R's and V's and O's. Not gonna lie, yo. Let's just stop there. <laughs> we get long. the gist of it but the flow um, is nice I, re- I I need to listen to bars for bar more I'm gonna have to say Drake is a genius and the reason I'm gonna say Drake is a genius is because right Link Up TV is, is the UK right yeah now low key say what you wanna say man but UK slang is nothing but Toronto slang two years ago uh, you heard it here first UK slang. Am I, am I lying? No, you're actually not. When you think about it, they, I'm not they lying. do have a lot of our old slang. UK slang, slang is just them. Toronto slang two years ago. No, I, do, I believe that. <laughs> I know we're going to catch a lot of hate for that one, yeah, but I believe that. A fact is a fact. So, what I'm the reason why I'm saying Drake's a genius is because when you hear this, I almost like for a second I was like, yo, Bear Toronto shit. Okay. Man, them this, man, them that, 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 ting up, ting up, ting up. But then, like, and then I'm just like, no, nah, that's just nah, UK. That, that's just UK. Speech. That's just UK. So Toronto, uh, he he rules the Canadian market with Canadian slang. He rules the the the, the UK market with, with UK, UK quote unquote slang, which is just um, and he 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 tries to run the Jamaican market too by putting a lot of Jamaican people on or he, he giving them a platform. Um, he's kind of he's kind of off the Jamaican stuff nowadays, but but you know what? This is growth. When we say we need something different, yeah, true. That's what views was. Views was that Jamaican dance hall ish. And he brought it and then he's gone. Like, and they got his views. So Drake, man, yo, that's a solid freestyle. I'll give him a solid freestyle I mean, there. I, I'm gonna listen to the whole thing again, but yeah, like, come I need back with an analysis next week. You're gonna you're gonna get in your Joe Budden analytical shit. Nah, nah, nah. Like, Nobody can do that, man. It's that's, Drake. That nigga's a wizard. Because like, I feel Budden. like you need to be in the music. He's wrote music. He's worked with musicians. You need to like be in their head. And I feel like we just don't have enough experience. Uh, but we can speculate. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I know <laughs> that's, that's why we're here. Um, but no, what my other random thought here, man. Uh, fuck, did I pull up the video? The the Migos producer, uh, Rob Taylor. I don't know if he's a main producer. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's the Migos's OVO forty or if he's just a producer that he's worked with in the past. But Rob Taylor got. Uh, it's it's funny the 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 link got me with clickbait. It said Migos producer Rob Taylor beat down and jumped video. So I clicked it. Um, my dude had the producer. So the guy in the video was holding the producer by his hair because he has dreads. What the fuck? The producer's on his knees on the ground like, chill, chill. I'm going to give you your money. Chill. <laughs> the guy said, money. chill, yo, chill. So I'm a, I'm a, I'll just read the what I have here. So a video has begun to surface on uh, of the producer being pulled by his braids by an aspiring rapper. 
uh, as an aspiring rapper, I should say, yells that he finessed him out of $2,000. Uh, during the scuffle, the identified rapper teases Taylor, who's the producer, saying, he talking about he from quality control? Don't spend your money with this nigga, son. <laughs> All while keeping his hair in his hand. Uh, after a brief beatdown by the man, kicking and striking him while he was already down, the attackers took whatever money was in Rob's pockets before getting away. Uh, it's unsettling to see things like this continue to take place. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so this reminded me of the Dame Dash shit. I know we spoke about that. We said, how do you check somebody that owes you two mil? You grab them by the dreads <laughs> and you tell them. So <laughs> this guy financed me out of $2 million. He's talking about quality control. So that's we, what you do. We said, obviously, two mil, that's too much money to do something to someone. Uh, we tried to make it more realistic with a thousand. That was still too much because ain't none of us giving anybody a thousand dollars. We said five bills. That was pushing it too, but we didn't want to get too low of a number. Yeah. Because we have to make you guys think we got a little something in our pockets. <laughs> um, so this is two thousand. Did this rapper do the right thing? Yes. Yes. If you owe me money, I agree. I will do that to you. Don't owe me money, and we Gucci. Enough said. It's just said. Like, Enough I'm, said. I'm not so, making that rapper get your money. It's your money. Was like, and then the producer was like, "Yo, chill, chill. I'll give you whatever I have in my pockets right now. Chill, yo. I got the money. You want the money or not? Chill, chill, chill. Yo, you you want it, right? You want it, right? I'm gonna give you it right now. And the produ- and the rapper's still like not like, swinging at him, but like still is holding yeah. him by the hair and, and talking shit. So it's just like like no, nah, fuck it. If you had the money, why didn't you give it to me then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm still going to embarrass you. <laughs> Why didn't you give me the money then? Just because, exactly. Just because you say. <sighs> Moving on, um, let's get into a, a, a. Let's get into CCS, man. So it's that crazy Canadian shit, guys. Canadian uh, you know what it is. It's that weekly. What the fuck? Eye raising stories from right here in our homeland of Kanata. Canada, because oh, Kanata Canada. is technically a city in Ottawa or some shit. Um, yeah, so you know, it, it right is. from here in our homeland in Canada, man. So this week we actually do have a special edition CCS. Now, normally we like to keep these CCS stories um, a little more lighthearted. A little laughy. Um, wait, you had some shit. What oh, I did. It's 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 more laughy as well. Get to on. your shit for let, let, right. actually. No, let's end it on a laughy note. Let's All save right. yours. Laughy. So I, I I do want to talk about this. That's why I, I wanted I wanted to end it. This on. one's fucking annoying as shit, right? So special edition, um, CCS special edition Canadian uh, crazy Canadian shit this week. Students at an Etobicoke school. Now Etobicoke is is uh, part of the Toronto area. For those that don't know, <laughs> students at an Etobicoke school of the arts say that their principal created a blacklist to racially profile them. I should have read that differently. Created a blacklist, literally created a blacklist to racially profile them. Black people on it. Like literally a list of black people in the school. So this list, like you said, literally just has the names of black students. Yep. For no good reason. Because they need to keep track of niggas. Basically. Right? Like. I, I don't even, oh man, this thing just it, it bothers me just thinking about it. I so, remember reading it, I'm like, this can't be real. Like, come on. The principal's name is Peggy uh, Atchison. Uh, I'm going to expose her name. Peggy yeah. Atchison. Um, so she, she outraged parents and students by compiling a list of students and circulating that list to teachers in November of 2017. Uh, in February, a teacher at the school took a picture of that list and sent it to the students, right? Um, First of all, that teacher is a snitch, but okay, go on. Shout out to that <laughs> teacher. Shout out to that teacher, though. Shout out to that teacher. This is a good reason you will not be you will not be beat up in jail for this. Shit. Fuck it. 
shout out to that teacher for being a, a, a snitch, man, because it makes no sense. Because it's it's horrible. It's like why? Why? Like I I just don't get it. Like I just I I don't even know where to really like start with it. Like I just don't understand it's it. niggas, right? So like you know, how people is are still is happening. Like, there's some white people out there that 2018. Like how is this still fucking happening in 20? I just don't get it. Like I really don't. Um, I want to read some of the article for for the for the viewers, of course. Um, where is it here? So again, the principal she's facing criticism. Blah 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 oh, blah blah. That, that, yeah, that we'll get to that in a that second. Uh, she outraged parents. Uh, there was one of the students. I won't say her name. Uh, she was valedictorian of this year's graduating class. Wait, what? Oh God damn! And she supported her. She oh, supported her. Man. She said it was for grades or some bullshit. What? And then they, they looked at she like, "There's no grades on this. Literally, just your your name, your race, and like your I think your 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 major." So the the valedictorian of the school who was black was she black? I think she was because I think they said her name was on the list. No, 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 no. It was a different person. Oh. So the valedictorian of the school. Now, mind you, the valedictorian, rightfully so, I will say has been demanding to know why Atchison made the list. However, the valedictorian of the school said, oh, wait, hold on. The valedictorian of the school said that the list was intended to address achievement gaps. But then you look at the list and there's no grades on it. It has yeah. nothing to do with grades. It's just names. Yeah. Uh, grade. But I'm, I'm confused by this valedictorian. Are you on our side or against us? Because she also says at our school... Black students exceed performance expectations. And because it's not a diverse school, they have to work twice as hard. You know damn well what? the principal told her, the vice principal was like, yo, you'll be valedictorian if you defend this girl. I've had enough of this valedictorian. I'm moving on from she, her. She, 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 uh, she. I'm, moving on to, um, I'm moving on to one of the students, man. Because one of the students said, if you look at the four of us, all of our averages are above 92%. You damn straight, nigga. Ninety-two percent. So why am I on this list? Doesn't make sense to me. Because you are black. Yeah. Because you are black. Basically, that is man. why so, you are on that list. Man, I don't know. Let's I, let's I don't get, know. What let's to get say the that. black in them. Yes. I don't say. And and what look at you differently because you're black. That's why. What's worse about it, and you were kind of reading it as as I was mentioning it here, the principal was punished. Thankfully, right. Um, the principal was transferred to another school to create a bla- another blacklist there i guess to create another blacklist there maybe it, it wasn't why was this so principal not fired because because teachers union that's why is that actually why well more than like well i'm sure we know we went to catholic school mm-hmm. um so we know the strength of the teachers union yes. of the catholic school in stronger, ontario stronger than that guy that's very strong ways. union I almost ask myself, do unions have too much power? Because the union's doing their job. The but union is keeping this person employed. That's their job. That's, that's what I'm going to ask you. Like, is it too much power if you're doing your job? Right? So I'm not even questioning the union. I'm not questioning whether or not the union's doing the right thing. I'm not questioning whether or not this, pr- uh, this principle quote unquote should be fired because we know the answer to that question is no I'm, what just, I, I'm fucking with you guys what yes. I'm asking yes. is do, do unions have too much power is there a point in time where something that is socially unjust should overpower 
whatever ability the union has. Yes. And something like this, there should be a line. No, we know teachers from our high school that have had allegations <laughs> against young women <laughs> and they've been moved to all boys schools. <laughs> Yo. I, I didn't even think of that until you just said it. I was like, yes. We know. We're aware of who those teachers are. And all that happened was the person got transferred to uh, an all-boys all school. school. So they can't touch women. So what if they can touch boys? Maybe that, that was his game plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, So clearly, it's not, be, about, it's not about morality. It's just about... How, that, there should be that clause that when it becomes morality, like when it becomes a race issue, a sex issue, an age issue, uh, something that's just more than on paper... Even though blacklist is on paper. See what I did there? Even though it's more than on paper, there should be a clause in the union's agreement that says, look, this goes way more beyond you guys at this point. When it goes to racism, union is not idea for racism. A union just so you're not fired unjustly. If you're that racist, that is you deserve to get fired. That's what annoys me. That's what annoys me. The purpose of the union is exactly what you just said. Right? Is to prevent unjust. To prevent unjust activity by the employer yep right so what happens when the individual does something that is unjust they They're get okay. transferred to another school they get transferred <laughs> i don't know man this, this, this irks mind, me man, man. it, it, it really mind. irks me to think um around. if there is any positive conclusion from this um there is a person i'm not going to say their name because i have a funny follow-up um this one of the one of the parents i guess uh their 18 year old son um, was on the list. Damn. What would you do if your son was on the list? I want to hear this. What would you do if your son was on the list? At, at 18, what do you do? That nigga's done high school. This guy's like, hey, man, just tell, tell a child it's a learning lesson. I would do it, actually. I, I would do what this person is doing. Okay, I should let you finish that. Right? So, um, so this person found out that their 18-year-old son was on the list. Uh, he only had found out uh, in June <laughs> when the year's already over yeah, at a, at a town already. hall meeting uh, with the TDSB staff. That's the Toronto District School Board. Um, and now this person says he's in the process of filing a human rights claim against the principal uh, and TDSB over this list. I think I would go straight human rights tribunal, like the shit that's almost beyond the law. That's exactly what I would do. I, I would go, yeah, I'll I would talk go. talk human rights. Because remember, um, remember when that dude was, was brought up by the Canadian military? Uh, that dude that, I don't remember the story. There was somebody overseas who had done some sort of crimes. But uh-huh. because the Canadian justice system had treated him Unfairly? inhumanely. Oh, I remember seeing about this. He got off like... That nigga came back and sued the country and yeah, just to give him 10 mil. Yeah, I remember this. Or whatever that shit was. I remember that. Right? So... That's so messed up. Human rights are a different level beyond the law. So that's that's exactly where I would have taken it, taken it. But what's interesting to me is that I read the article. I saw the name of the person. Don't say it. I saw the name of the person. I saw the picture of the person. I'm not going to say what I do for work, but I am going to say... You've seen the person before? I've definitely had this person as a client. Damn! You were with our... You're out here having a racist? No, not the principal. Oh, no, the, the child's father? The child's father. Oh, oh, oh. oh no, chill, chill, chill. I, yo, you're out here, you're out here getting real. I don't know what you do at work. Well, started you're to out here. I used to work in Etobicoke, right? Mm. This happened at the Etobicoke School of Arts. 
How far is that from where you used to work? Um, it probably, I'm assuming Etobicoke School of Arts is probably mid-Etobicoke, if not south. Oh, like, I work north Etobicoke, so I probably work no more than 20 minutes away from definitely school. Definitely not. Right? Now that I think about it. Um, but I also know, if I know the name here, because it's a very common name, if it I know this person, Royal and York. this person is exactly, yeah, Royal York, and this person is who I think they are, I don't think shit's going to happen. I had this person as a client. Yeah, <laughs> shit. And I know this person don't really says I know this person says a lot of things. And I know this person doesn't follow up on those things. Oh, so it's all bullshit just for the I hope it's not. I hope it's something like this praying, you should take seriously. I'm praying somehow that this is not the guy that I'm thinking of. Hopefully it's and not. And that he really is gonna do something. Um let's end it on a lighter note though. You have a CCS story. Uh, as my well. CCS is just it's it's some minor. Whatever. It's supposed to be minor. Topic <laughs> is one Canadian province will let you smoke weed in hotels. Ay. So if you guys remember back to two episodes Sorry. ago uh-huh. where we had our little party party on weed being legal in Canada. Ay. I guess one, one city was like, or one province. Was one like, province Yo. was like, let me take it a step further. I was just about to say literally, the one city was like, let's take it a step further. This province is, if you can guess... No, it's not Ontario, guys. Not Ontario. Uh, it's not Quebec. It's definitely not Quebec. It's not Vancouver. Oh, sorry, Vancouver. It's not uh, British Columbia, Columbia which nope. is a huge surprise. You would think it is. I thought it would be them. That's who I thought it was. It is PEI. Prince P-E-I, Edward Prince Island. Edward Island, the smallest province in Canada. Somewhere I, I wanted to go, actually. I was like, you know, I should go there one day. Just, no, it's just, just honestly, it's just to like, visit. Just to like, I've been the there. It's good. Exactly, just to say I've been there and that's I want like it. a nice uh, muscle salad, if I if I don't mind. But yeah, um, came out. They let you they let you smoke weed in your hotel. So rooms. how does this work in the room itself? Okay, let me. That's silly. You're taking legal. that shit back to the fifties when niggas were smoking everywhere. You remember uh, the smell of 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 uh, Buffalo Casino? Mm-hmm. That shit smells that like is, ass, bro. Horrible. Okay, so here's what here's what it was written. Now, not everywhere is going to let you do this. It will be up to the owner of the hotel to decide if you can or can't. Oh, boy. But plenty are expected to allow because it attracts new customers. Okay. Okay. So, they'll probably have, like, and a common room. They're going to um, use that to explode. According to what I just read, they're going to use that to explode the tourist market. So, absolutely. the province is actually pushing for hotel owners to be like, yo, let this legal. Let's get some people. Because right now, I'm like, yo, now I have a reason to go there. It's true. And I can smoke in my room and just pass out after. <laughs> I don't know how I'll pay money to do that. But, yeah, that's about it. Um, they make a lot of the money off tourists, that yes, island. Yes, so yes, yes. this is another... Well, tourism in general is, is such it's such an added bonus, right, for, for any economy. It's like, mm-hmm. it really is the cherry on the cake for a lot of first world economies. And for third world economies, it's they depend on it. That's how they make their money. Right? So the point of hospitality, like, when you think about the tourism industry, right, it's Tourism industry is referred to as tourism and hospitality. Yeah, we go to school. It's called tourism and hospitality. When you think about hospitality, when you welcome somebody to your home, you think about treating them in a way that is above and beyond. Mm -hmm. So when you think about the tourism and hospitality industry, they should be doing the same. Agreed. Prince Edward Island, PEI, says, we're going to do that then. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, yo, we're going to do this. I also feel like they might be a guinea pig for the government. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yo, you know what? When you said that, I'm like, mm. <laughs> no? Like, I would not be surprised. I'm not saying yes, but I'm, I'm saying I would not be surprised if it comes out 10 years that 
Guinea it pig. was an experiment and it worked out well or it didn't work out well. And Guinea pig. Now Prince Edward Island is becoming part of the U.S. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. Uh, anything well, else, man? No, nah, I'm done for now. Let's leave it at that, man. Uh, what are we doing for the rest of the weekend? Uh, I'm just laying low. I'm laying low. I'm. Uh, no, funds are kind of low too. So you know, detox in the body. Got a uh, detoxing. You know, just not consuming as much. Uh, you know, God's, God's green, green grass. You know what I mean, you know what I mean. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, man. Because yo, after yesterday, mm. what we did yesterday, pause. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Heavy pause, but yeah. Yo. Let's just say I need a detox. But yo, man, let's let's leave it at that, guys. This no. brings you to another end. Oh, another end. Wow. Another end. This brings you to the end, guys, of another tired. episode <laughs> of the True North Views podcast. We really appreciate you guys rocking love with it, us till the we end, man. Um, yo, guys, hit up the DMs. Comment, rate, subscribe. For the Please socials. do all of that. Our socials, it's all the same. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, we are on SoundCloud as well. Guys, at, give us topics. Oh, sorry. You're yeah, in go the ahead. Middle. You're in the middle. So I totally, at, <laughs> I totally spaced out and I was just like in the middle. I was like, let me just add this one. But yeah, guys, sorry. follow us at True North Views. Um, again, that's all one word. True North Views. T-R-U-E-N-O-R-T-H-V-I-E-W-S. The links are in the show notes as well. Um, so you can check that shit out, man. Send us topics. Like, if you want us to cover a certain topic, we're here to talk about topics that are not everyday topics. We're here for the people. So if you want us to cover topics, yo, shoot us a message. We'll shout you out and we'll talk about your topic. We'll do our research on it. Now, don't send it right before we record. But, you know. Shit, fuck it. Send it while we're recording. You might get lucky. There we go. You might get a live shot. Get a live shot. You might get lucky with that live reaction, that unprepared answer. Well, yeah. Send that shit to us. Let's talk. We want to see. I want to know what's going on in other things that... We don't see the stuff on the third page of CNN. Third page yeah, of CNN. Man, man, act like it was a newspaper. Like, niggas are still reading newspapers. Um, but, yo, <laughs> but man. still other subscriptions. I got a call. Like, do you want to subscribe to the Toronto Star News? I'm like, nigga, no. I have the website. <laughs> yo, like, don't kill me. I subscribe me, to my internet provider. Don't kill me. But as usual, guys, you know what you need to do. You need to tell a friend to and tell, tell that friend, friend to tell a 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 friend, man. Tell another friend there. Six degrees of separation. Six you tell degrees. six mans and they tell six more mans and you wash, you rinse, you repeat. You recycle. And you recycle. Yeah, that means you do it all over again. <laughs> and you do it all over again. We'll take that. We'll take that. Um, but yo, man, just in case you guys forgot, I go by the name of Harris. You can call me Joshola. It's True North Views Podcast. It's episode 11. Get it. You forgot to talk about the number one rule. What's the number one rule, man? Yo, watch out for them wastemans, bro. Watch out for the... I almost forgot to say, watch out for the wastemans. Now more than ever, the city of Toronto is very hot. Um, stay safe. Wrap stay blessed. Up. Watch out for the wastemans. It's TMV. It Wrap it up. But, like, you know, uh, don't sweat too much. Don't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up in the right in the, in the right areas. Uh, what, are, what, are, what other general pieces of advice are we giving them? Um, uh, uh, fuck, it's... Too much pressure right now. Too much pressure. <laughs> Fuck it. TMV episode 11. We out. Let's get it.